everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Us Dads, the podcast that brings you three loving dads that talk about being loving dads. <laughs> uh, as always, uh, George Chris is with me, and we have a special guest today, uh, Alex. Uh, we're going to have an interesting conversation today, an old friend, and uh, well, we're going to get to all the details about what he does and uh, his family life and everything else that revolves around his life that I think will bring you all... Uh, Great value. Lights. Uh, yeah, I forgot the lights. Uh, so, Alex, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. And uh, welcome to the to the Dadversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me, well, guys. It's really exciting. It's my first ever podcast. I've always wanted to do one. I'm so proud. And now I'm here. I'm a little nervous, but excited. Don't be right. nervous. It's going to be fine, man. It's not like you don't know us, you know? Uh, no, it, it's interesting because Chris, uh, last week we were recording, he said, man, we should, uh, I was thinking about bringing Alex on uh, on the podcast. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic, you know, because you you lead an interesting life. And uh, I, I think a lot of dads out there would, you know, enjoy the, the, the conversation because, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have that standard nine to five job where you come home. I mean, it's very unique and we're going to talk a little bit about what you do and stuff. Um, but before that, how's the family, man? How's um, the family? Family's doing great. Three kids now. Awesome. It's great. Chaotic. Every day is chaos, <laughs> and I embrace it with Broken. love. J- just for the record, your, your eldest is, is how old now? My eldest is five. She turned five in September. Uh, my middle child, my son, is uh, turning four in March, and my little one just turned two. Yeah, that's, wow. a, hand, that's wow. a handful. So they're pretty close together. Yeah, those ages are tricky, man. It's a lot of bickering amongst them. <laughs> the question is, are you going for the fourth? Never. <laughs> I, I love I love my children, yeah. and I have zero regrets. Everything is fantastic, but definitely not a fourth. You no. probably didn't want a third, but the, but the operation was scheduled for later. <laughs> <laughs> I was good with two, but I, I, I was okay with having a third as well. Yeah. But we kept it there. You see, you got a good mix. You know, you have two girls and a boy. You got the boy second. I would have stopped there. See, I got two girls, and we said this in an earlier podcast where we were discussing if whether or not we're going to have other kids. And I and I was thinking, and I was and I was saying, you know, it, it'd be interesting to have uh, you know another pair of testicles in the house. But do, is it worth the risk of getting another girl? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and, and, and I think I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm like, you know what? We're good with two. You know, plus my wife, three. Uh, funnily enough, um, plus human. <laughs> plus. After my my first, my daughter, um, when my wife told me she was pregnant again, I was kind of um, hoping for a girl again. To be honest with you, yeah, there was a part of me that wanted another girl. I don't know if it's because I was used to having a girl and I really enjoyed yeah. the the bond that we share and all that. And also, I, I found it really uh, difficult to. Imagine having a son for some reason. Like I was used to having a daughter, and I, I I didn't understand how would it feel like. What would it feel like to have a son? Am I gonna love him as much as my daughter? All these <laughs> really honestly, these thoughts went through my head. I, I didn't really know what it would be like yeah. until he was born, and then you know I loved them both equally. Nature kicks in. So at first, I wanted another girl. I didn't really. I, I wasn't thinking I want to have a boy and a girl. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, when I went for the third, it was like, all See, right. See, he understands. He has a boy and a girl, right? And so do I. So the dynamics are totally different. Yes. These guys, they, he has two girls and he has two boys. Yeah. So it, the dynamic is always the same. Yeah. yeah. We, get, we, right. we, we get to see the different dynamics between boy and girl. And 
I understand when you're saying the little girl dad, the little yeah. girl dad kind of a relationship is special. It is. It's special. Absolutely. But boy and dad is special too. Absolutely. I just find you're going to experience it later when they're a little bit older. Well, you know what? That, to be that, honest with you, my, yeah. my son is extremely attached to me. I spend a lot of time with my kids. You mentioned earlier that I don't have the typical nine to five yeah. job, right? So I have the luxury of spending a lot of time with my kids, which I am very grateful for. So my son, he's uh, naturally, he's very attached to me. You know, he looks up to me. And I, I do have that special bond with him as well. If I'm not in the house, he's that uh, mommy's, uh, mommy's boy, of course. Yeah. He, he loves us both. But there's just, there's something about my relationship with my son. It's like this boy time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's different. It's we, different. We watch boy movies together and you know well it's the, like the boys club man it's yeah. uh, you know there's there's three girls and two boys and it's like look man let's uh, let, let's make a little clan over here right know? it's a, <laughs> it's the alliance yeah, but the dynamics are different too with with your little with my little girl i want to hold her i want to hold her and i play different yeah with him i, I want to wrestle him well your son is 10 he's, right? 10. he's older yeah. the he's second older. i see him like right now he he'll put his chest up and he's, he's you know he's gonna confront right him oh yeah antagonizing and, and it means he, he knows like he knows i'll beat him up but it's like, test me. Right. You know? <laughs> but bravado, that, that male, that male. Uh... But you forget the time when you were just as affectionate with him as you are with your daughter. True. I, I remember that about you and him too. Absolutely. I'm but, still there. But it still wasn't the same. There's no, no, there's a certain depth. There's, there's a little difference. There's a little, there's a little depth. Well, we spoke, about it. we spoke about it on the last podcast. Yeah. Both your kids were extremely attached to, to, to Alex, to, to, to your wife. Were? Uh, well, okay. were? They still are. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they still are. They still are. But no, but just to touch on what George was saying about you know, uh, even even as a baby, uh, he was so much more uh, close to Alex. Yeah, because I was missing a lot. Yeah, I was missing a lot. And weekends sometimes, and uh, weekdays sometimes, and weeknights sometimes, and uh, yeah. So, how, are we gonna ask Alex what he does? Yeah, yeah. That was, that was just well, a, that's the thing with, when you mentioned that Alex <laughs> has a unique situation. You do what we used to do. Yeah. We stopped when we had kids. You you never stopped. But, see, but you kept going and had more kids than but, us. But here's the thing. We never we never got into it professionally like not uh, his like, level, like, no, like no, Alex. No, and just to, to, for anyone listening or watching, Alex is um, is a local musician, a very talented singer, uh, songwriter. Uh, you, you, you're a keyboardist. And I don't know if you play any other instruments. From a very, very young age, you've been on the music scene in Montreal. Right. Um, so, I mean, that obviously has... I don't want to say it's taken its toll, but I mean, from a, from a very young age, going into this nightlife and into this scene, um, in, in your mind, was this what you've always wanted to do? Um, I mean... When I was younger, like before I ever started doing this, I always, I always pictured myself being on stage, uh, performing. You know, I didn't know that I would get into this. Um, I mean, making it a profession. It was it was more of a dream when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, just being on stage and performing, and from being being in a rock band and just you know performing in front of a bunch of people. People cheering but, for you. Yeah, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing the keyboard since I was five, and. Um, my parents always encouraged me. My dad, especially, he, uh, you know, he'd see me hitting milestones on the, on the keyboard. I'd listen to a song. I was obsessed with Michael Jackson back then. I'd listen to his songs and try to pick them off. And my dad would encourage me by buying me a new instrument every year if he saw that I would put the time in and 
practice. You know, yeah. Get me a, a, a new keyboard, a bigger one, a better one to, you know. To uh, encourage you. To encourage yeah. me and to bring that excitement back again, right? So I I continued. Uh, I also had a very normal childhood. I'd go out and play. I wasn't very disciplined when it came to practicing and all that. But uh, in my teen years, I just, I was kind of jamming with my dad at home. My dad always had an obsession with uh, music. He oh, yeah. always kind of wanted to be in music. Uh, <clears throat> did he play anything? He didn't. He loved singing. Oh, that's good. He can sing in key. Um, he's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can jam with that. So anyway, my, my dad wanted me to be a part of that, and he'd always encourage it. And uh, I just grabbed the mic once. He pressed record. I think it uh, was one of my favorite songs back then, the Mitropano song. And uh, and I wasn't very good uh, listening to those early recordings today. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but my dad always told me that I was awesome yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. introduced me to some people and brought me to the bouzouka for the first time when I was 15, and they put me up on stage, and it kind of just fell into my lap. And uh, I started working uh, at the age of 15. It was... Uh, I started getting gigs, mm -hmm. and I continued. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved making people dance. I loved doing what I did. And I continued. And I never had any plans of quitting or yeah. stopping. Or and, it's, and it's been almost nonstop. But, but just yeah. to go back to what George, because we had a band, and... It was it was just fun for us, man. It was just you know we would find little gigs. I mean, at some point it became kind of consistent. We used to play at clubs and restaurants and everything, but it was just that, right? Part time job. Uh, and you're right. I mean, once the responsibilities kicked in, the band was kind of like done. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, whereas you, when your wife met you, this is the lifestyle that you had already. That's right. Yeah. Was there ever a question of? You know, we're starting a family now. You have to kind of rethink your profession, or did any of that did any of that conversation no, occur? No, yeah. there was never a conversation like that. Uh, I guess mainly because I was bringing in money by doing what I'm doing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is my job. I mean, if I quit what I'm doing, then I'm going to have to start all over again. Mm -hmm. It's not really something. But, but there's challenges there, right? I there mean, are. Usually, a family Friday comes around, and you're like, okay, let's plan the weekend, right? There's all these activities, and you know, the, your, our wives pretty much go crazy. Oh, let's do this and this and that, and mm -hmm. enrolling the kids in all these activities. <laughs> and in your reality, it's like, uh, do whatever you have to do, but I'm gone. You know what I mean? That's Friday, true. Saturday, Sunday. That's, That's true. It's so true. Whenever there's an opening, they need to fill it. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I do have, you know, a couple of Saturdays a year off, and we usually make those. We we make the, we make those Saturdays when I'm off. We make them count, you know. It's both a, of them. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. So uh, I all, mean, we all three Saturdays. You know, I mean, I guess it's just we've gotten used to this. Yeah. This lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll we'll do a dinner on randomly on a Monday if we have to. You know, yeah, drop yeah. the kids off at my my dad's or my mother-in-law's or whatever. Or my sister-in-law's will watch the kids, and we'll go on a date. So we do, we do, um, we try to have you know date nights because yeah. I think I think it's important. Of course, healthy. very helpful. You got to remember yeah. to be a couple. Yeah, yeah definitely. It, it might not be consistent, you know. I mean, it's not every weekend, but we do try to plan things, you know, movie nights. And uh, now we're pretty tired after five years of being parents. Uh, an, an exciting evening is like you want to watch a movie tonight yeah. on Netflix. Does she, fall, does she fall asleep? We we fall asleep. Six minutes yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, honestly, I don't think I've seen one movie from beginning to end with Joanna. Not one. Never. Never. That's funny. 
Never. She's probably gonna listen to this. And like, what, why are you lying? To you everyone? know, but it's. It, I think it's true. I, I don't think I'm exaggerating. What's yeah. funny is that usually she'll fall asleep because she works. Right? She works a nine to five job. Yeah. Just don't yeah. make say make the same mistake as George and impersonate your wife on the show. <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> just, <laughs> you just did it right now. Why are you lying? <laughs> but we all have she, she we all have the same wife voice when we they impersonate. All, <laughs> they all fall asleep. No wife watches a movie from beginning to end. That's the thing. And you know, just last week. Um, she was like excited. Let's let's do a movie night. I was like, "Are you sure you want to do a movie? Because usually you fall asleep." You know, no, no, I'm not gonna fall asleep tonight. We're gonna watch a movie. I'm like, maybe we could start watching a show. You know, it's 40 minutes. Yeah. You know, you could probably make it through that. No, yeah. no, we're watching a movie. So anyway, we started watching a movie. An hour in, she fell asleep. <laughs> so I didn't get mad. You know, I mean, it's understandable. She's a hardworking mom. The question <laughs> is, do you have to wait for her to finish it? Uh, no, I don't. No, man. No. Why, why? She you do? she tells no, me. I have to lie that I didn't watch it. <laughs> no, no, she <laughs> watch it again. No, she tells me watch it without me, and then and then you know sometimes she's gonna continue the next day. I'm gonna have to sit through it a second time. So that's the. So but, but what's funny is she falls asleep uh, with almost every movie night in the last, I'd say almost two years. Oh, yeah. But funnily enough, uh, last month we decided to watch. The latest Martin Scorsese movie, oh, The yeah. Irishman, which yeah. is three and a half three hours a half long, hours. Yeah, right? Yeah. She did not fall asleep. Oh, well. We watched it in one sitting. Is, is it that good? I haven't watched it. No, in one but sitting. I told you it, it's long, but it carries well. Like the yeah. development, it, it keeps you going. I don't know, guys. Three and a half hours is a long time. I could have watched. I could have watched that movie for another four hours. Really? I love. Yeah, that. but you're a movie buff. I, I watched it for the. I first think Alex that. has seen every single movie. I, I saw The Irishman twice in oh, in a matter of a week. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, well, the Alex thing is knows the, the movies. The that's, first that's time called the benefits of working for, on a weekend. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, the first time I watched it, I was just too. It was so overwhelming to see you know all these actors yeah. one last time on screen yeah. together in this big Scorsese is it the movie. Last time? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're all they're eighty years old. Yeah. This was I the retirement plan. It was their swan song, you know. So I, basically, what I wanted to say is, I mean, she falls asleep with, she falls asleep to movies that are not even two hours long. But The Irishman, which is almost four hours, she was like this. We were both like riveted from start to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what? I was very happy about that. You can fall asleep to any other movie you want. <laughs> uh, tell me, tell, tell me, what's the schedule like now? Your wife has a normal, regular schedule, nine yeah. to five. Yeah. You work what mostly weekends now, or I work on the weekends? Yeah. Okay. So during the week, you're pretty much free during the days. Yeah. I mean, I try to run my errands. You yeah. know, there's a, there are a lot of errands yeah. to run during the week. Um, when my kids are in school, I try to get as much done as possible, and even you know housework and that sort of thing so you're always stuck uh, watching them when they're sick and stuff when they can't go uh, to yeah 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 i don't mind i'm okay with no, that yeah i do it yeah. too yeah. i'm okay with that but that's an interesting balance right like your wife goes to work and she knows okay look at least my husband is home all day so he's gonna take care of this or that and uh you know you don't have that rush that a lot of couples have where they both work nine to five and then it's just a race after work you know, pick up the kids or, you know, uh, go pick them up from grandma or wherever they are. Right. Come home, do the dinner, and then after dinner... There's uh, also homework. Homework, Blast. laundry, all that stuff. Yeah. At least you know she's coming home, and hopefully, I mean, the house chores are done. I don't want, I don't want to put any pressure. Yeah, I, don't, no. I don't know if that's what you do, but... <laughs> I try. I try. I do my best. I mean, I'm not as thorough as she is, if, yeah. if you ask her. Yeah. She'll still come home we and cook and clean. She, she, You can't take the cooking away from her. She loves doing yeah. that. 
Uh, I mean, I, I make some meals myself, and I enjoy it. But, um, omelets. Uh, uh, omelets are my, are my go-to. And luckily, all three of my kids love eggs. So, you know, when we don't feel like cooking... It's, it's the Full best, blown it's meals. The best go-to meal. Who, who wants eggs? Everybody says yes egg. all the time, yeah, and it's yeah, great. Yeah. I think I've had eggs at every uh, hour in the day. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Why not? Yeah. But there's no stigma there. Why? Why does it need to be breakfast? So. Yeah, Sorry, have you seen that commercial where the brother's telling his sister, "You're eating eggs for dinner. That's weird." And she's like, "No, you're weird. Your your girlfriend looks like mom." I'm not weird. You're weird. Your girlfriend looks like mom. You haven't seen that? <laughs> mom is that's hilarious. Great. <laughs> I love that commercial. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, t- okay, so 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 tell me about the weekends there. You, you come home really late. Yeah, I get home around 4 a.m. And I can't usually go straight to bed. Wait, you guys don't go to Michel Talon? No, For I don't. For pizza? No, yeah, I don't. <laughs> Is it still open? Yeah, it is. We still do that, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I try to avoid that as much as possible. Uh, I can't fall asleep as soon as I get home. I'm kind of like, I need to unwind for half yeah. an hour. I'll sit on, I'll sit in front of the TV. And, well, I, I come home, I take my dog out. And I sit in front of the TV, I'll put on a YouTube video and pass out, you know. So what time do the kids wake up? The kids are usually up uh, by 7 o'clock. So that gives you a window of about two and a half, three hours. Yeah, my wife lets me sleep in a little bit, but um, it doesn't. I mean, you can't. There's no, no even on. if I, she lets you, doesn't mean they will. I mean, I, I'm I'm still in bed sometimes, and I can hear my kids. You know, when is Daddy waking up? Or my yeah. dad, or they, my my son will in. come into the room. My son will come into the room. Papa, they, they wake run up! In, right? They jump on you. Yeah. Bother you yeah. Of yeah. yeah. Just lock lock the door. But honestly, um, <laughs> do not disturb. Yeah, but you know what happens? He misses out on that. And then yeah, they grow yeah. older and then he loses nah, it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. let it happen. Mm-hmm. Don't take his advice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's a little bit scary, though, how well I can function on very low sleep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've always been pretty good with that. I mean, I've been doing the nightlife thing for 23 years, so I've always been okay with, you know, five hours of sleep would, yeah. would be perfect for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, I've had to give up a lot of the... Sleeping in until three o'clock in the afternoon, and the stuff that I used that, to love that's doing. Teenage stuff. Oh, God, but yeah, those days were awesome. Those days were awesome, but you know what? Um, it was also a little depressing sometimes. You'd wake up and an hour later it was dark out in the winter. In winter time, yeah, yeah. So there's something nice about waking up in the morning, even if you don't feel like getting up. Yeah. There's something I, I kind of feel like a normal person. You know, I'm in the traffic bringing my kids to school, and yeah, I feel, yeah, yeah. hey, I'm I'm a normal person now. I've never done this in my life. Have you ever? It's fun for you. I don't know. I don't know about traffic being fun. All the other parents are blasting. I'm gonna be late. I'm gonna be late. <laughs> You're whistling. <laughs> well, no, I'm. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'm. You know, excited to be in traffic early in the morning. But I try to make the best of it. Uh-huh. I'm in the car with my daughter. And we have conversations. We talk about things. We sing songs together. She loves singing, and uh, she's actually really good at it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh that's good. That's yeah. awesome. She's uh, she's better than me already. It's Is she learning an instrument? Uh, we're gonna. She wants to learn drums, nice. okay. but we're gonna try to put her in piano at first. First, see what happens. Yeah. 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 Just go with it, man. As long as she's uh, into the music thing, she loves she wants, it. Just give her. Yeah. She wants drums. Give her drums. She might evolve into something else afterwards. And she loves performing. It's you know what. I find it fascinating that how you know I've been doing this for over two decades, and I still get nervous when I get on stage. Uh, I no, don't, you don't. 
Well, I mean, I, I don't feel as confident as my kids feel when they're in front of a large group of people. Like, okay, okay. I was performing in Ottawa. Because they don't understand humiliation, right? They don't know what that is. Exactly. They don't and understand I, other people judging them. Yeah. They don't see that. And I, I, I envy that, you know. I wish I could just turn everything off and be myself 100%. Yeah, but Alex, Alex, all the time. this is not to... Uh, That's what every... Like, don't take, don't take this the wrong way, but you sound perfect, man. You mean like right now? I was at Mythos. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, man. I, Thank you. I appreciate it. I was that. at Mythos two weeks. Was it two weeks ago or last week? Was it last week? It was last last week. Last Saturday. Yeah. Man, you guys sound like like, Thanks, like, like a record. Really? Well, record. A recording. Well, that's very yeah, nice yeah, of you to say. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate no, that. I just had to get that in. And I've always been a fan. And you know what I want to know? I want to know what you're doing with your, your rock stuff. Uh, well, it was on hold for a little while. Because oh, yeah. I was I was too busy having kids for like five years. <laughs> um, also, you know, uh, my uh, my buddies that are in uh, in my band, there were some you know some tragedies in the family. My oh. bassist dad passed away, so oh, okay. he needed some time. Sorry. My my guitarist had to fly back to Greece. He had some issues over there. Anyway, now we're back on. Okay, things are moving moving along smoothly. We've got our songs. Everything is written. Okay, so it's basically just ironing out the details. And uh, so you have like, you have like a full. Like, how many songs do you have? Um, we have about, uh, I don't know, 37 songs, but only seven or eight are going to make the album. <laughs> you serious? We, yeah, well, we've been working on it for like a decade. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot of stuff. And uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy because it's not easy. Constantly second-guessing yourself. Because you're picky. It's, it, it's also, I'm not used to doing this kind of thing. Like, you put me in my element, I go to work, and I play the Greek stuff at, you know, the clubs and at Mythos and whatever. And I feel comfortable doing that. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm at home. I know what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to writing your own original material, uh, at least in my case, I never know if it's good or not. You know, I'll listen to it and I'll like the idea, and then I'm second guessing it, and then I'm changing things, and then when I change things, I'm not sure if it's better now or if it was better before, and then I'm like. You know what? Let's just scrap the song, write a new one entirely, and it's a it's a wow. constant battle. You know, it's a constant battle. Plus, you have agreements, disagreements with your bandmates. You know, difference of opinions. So you're a perfectionist. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, I, How, I, you don't think that because I understand that I right? overthink. That's you for overthink. Sure. I, I don't know if I call myself a perfectionist, well, but I definitely it's overthink. analysis paralysis, right? Because right. it's analyzed so much that new ideas are generated so you, you're going to have to go change it, right? But right. don't you think that if you just write what you feel is right and what sounds good and let the other people judge it, right? Yeah. You've made people hear your stuff and everybody said that it's good. No, I like this. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So just why don't you just test it out? Well, you've heard some stuff. I've heard some, I love the stuff. Yeah. And you, you. you play around with different um, rhythms. Yeah. Right? Greek rhythms with some rock, heavy right. rock, uh, metal, yeah. progressive metal. Yeah. There's a lot of lines in there. There's a lot of riffs. Yeah. It's, there are a lot of influences in it's there. It's definitely interesting. I can't even really describe it as a, a specific genre anymore. I don't really know what it is anymore. That's what's awesome about it. Right. Um, and what you're saying about, you know, feeling whether the song feels right or not, it yeah. took me a long time to really understand that. Uh, overthinking is never a good thing. And I think that now uh, myself and my bandmates, have all, we're all in a really good place right now. It, we're kind of... Uh, we just put an idea out there, and it's like, okay, this is what it is. Let's work on this. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, we yeah. finish it. We complete the song. If we like it, we keep it. But we, we're not going to sit there and get stuck on one section anymore and 
dwell on it. And, you know, th there were moments where we'd, we'd have one small little part, like a transition from a verse to a chorus that we didn't like. So we'd sit there and loop that one bar and try different things. And after two hours of looping one section, <laughs> you don't know what's good anymore. You don't yeah, know what yeah, sounds yeah. good anymore, your, right? Your ears are tired. So there, were, yeah. there would be moments where we'd be like, after two hours, we'd be like, oh my God, this is great. This is perfect. Let's keep this. And then we'd play it in context, and it was nothing made sense. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't make sense. It was just like taking a random part and just pasting it in there, and it didn't flow. So I think that we've, uh, we basically, in the last almost decade, we've learned more or less, at least for what we want to do, we've learned how to write songs a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah. I mean, the ideas were always there. So let's, uh, just to stay on topic, um, what do your kids think about the album? Uh, my kids. Uh, everything I play for them is awesome to them, you know, uh, to my son specifically. Yeah. Everything I play for him is like, I love this. And he asks me to play him demos, incomplete songs, you know, like uh, I'll write a verse and I'll record it. And then I'll just listen to it in the car for myself so I can see if I can develop some new ideas. And then my son will get stuck on that. And he'll be like, I want to hear... Baba's song. I want to hear Baba's song. And yeah, then that awesome. becomes his song for a month. Like a 40 second and then awesome. It, yeah. and, and then it's That's flattering. Awesome. It's great. But yeah. it drives me bananas because I'm listening to like one small idea that I came up with that I don't necessarily really like anymore. Yeah. And my son is obsessed with it. Yeah. I still have to play him old ideas that I've canned that are not going to make the album. Yeah. And he's like, I want that song with the guitar in the beginning, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it's, it's great. I mean... It's a good way for you not to forget about your material. My my daughter is a little more honest. My older daughter, you know, she tries to get analytical about my uh, oh, yeah. my material. She'll be like, "I like the beginning part, but then it becomes too loud. I don't like the loud part." <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. That's so so she's already a little critic, you know. My son is honest too. Yeah, my little one, oh, my yeah. little one doesn't want to hear any of my songs. If I put my music, she's like, "No, baba." So she wants her five little ducks and her, you know, Coco Melon and, videos. And, ba and, and Baby Shark. And Baby, oh my God, Baby Shark. <sighs> my daughter started seeing this gummy bear thing. I don't know, uh, have you heard it? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Is this a new one? I, I'm forgetting can the melody. You, can you sing it or? No, man, I forget. Uh, something, I'm a gummy bear. I think it's just that, I'm a gummy bear. I'm a... Uh, I'm a gummy bear. I'm a gummy bear. <laughs> it just keeps sounds, going. It out. sounds like a Barbie girl. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, where'd you hear that? She goes, oh, at school. No, no. Yeah, I'm a gummy guys, bear. There's th I'm the thousands. There's millions of videos. There's a million of it. There's millions of videos yeah. of kids singing, of kids doing renditions, of parents singing with kids. Yep. There's my. Maria watches. Uh, Wendy, of, is it Wendy? You guys watch Wendy? I'm sick of watching people's home videos, man. Yeah, home videos. I, I Wendy. can't. I, I can't refuse. Take it. I refuse to play them. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, I, I just subscribed to Disney Plus. Isn't last that amazing? Month. Isn't it it's amazing? great. I love it. Yeah, I think I'm enjoying it more than my kids are. Oh, I, I'm yeah. good. definitely. I'm Mandalorian. I haven't seen it, man. Oh, I, I fell asleep three times. Yeah. I'm halfway through. <clears throat> I'm enjoying it very much. Which one? Yeah. The, the the first episode. I haven't gone through it three times. I've tried. That's really good. I heard it's. I heard it's a great series. You haven't seen it? No. I'm not it's really a, good. I'm not a member. Subscribe, really subscribe. It's good for the kids too, though. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but I'm, I'm enjoying the show. Nice. My, my kids actually like it. My daughter loves it. She loves seeing Baby Yoda. It's like this <laughs> epidemic. The Baby Yoda. It's the cutest thing ever made. It's adorable, but yeah. now my daughter wants a Baby Yoda toy, right? So the other day she's like, I want a Baby Yoda toy. So 
I was curious. I'm like, all right, let me Google this a Baby Yoda toy, Disney store, right? Four Disney billion store. dollars. The <laughs> Disney store, a Baby Yoda toy. It's about this big, two hundred bucks. Come on. Yeah. There, no there's way. no way I'm getting For it. A I'm like, is there a plush version? It's not even a, it's not even the two hundred bucks. It's out of principle. Yeah, you're not gonna pay two hundred dollars for a baby Yoda. It's insane. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you forbid them to do it. I don't care. It's your money. Don't do. It. <laughs> but that's what. It, but that's what it is, though. Eh? All these all these movies that come out. It's not just the movie. It's all that side business. All the merch. Yeah. All the. It's that's like, fine, man. Capitalism is a good thing. Star story. Wars is like the epitome of freaking branding. Well, that's what it is. They, it's they, the most sold brand of all time. Yeah. They want to sell toys, right? Yeah, and they've done plenty of that. Yeah. Billions and billions. So, yeah, I, I, I subscribe to Disney Plus, and, uh, you know, sometimes it's frustrating because my kids want to watch these ridiculous home videos Wait, of how, other people's kids. How yeah. many TVs do you have? I have uh, one. How does one TV work with three kids and two adults? Um, well, the, the schedule, the, the iPad comes in in the formula. iPads and phones, right? No, uh, well, not really. My 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 daughter uses the iPad sometimes. Okay. We don't allow it on the weekdays at all. It's it's like more like a thirty minutes before bed type of thing. Uh, but I mean, uh, we have a pretty big TV, and uh, the living room and the kitchen is all you know, it's one big room. Mm -hmm. So we just you know the kids basically take over the TV during the day. And but do they all like the same things? Um, sometimes. Because I'm trying to find a way to split the screen. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they well, they often fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. But well, you could, no? The, the, they don't have that uh, screen splitting thing. I don't know. Do they? You can't do that without micro without earphones. How are you gonna no, no, the, the image splitting, they have that, okay, no? what are you going to listen to, two shows at the same time? Oh, you mean uh, the audio. Mm -hmm. It's important. Yeah. All right, I, I'm not going to lie, okay? There have been moments where my kids are bickering about who's going to watch what. Mm. So you know, and I get desperate. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't reason with them. Sometimes you know, they they scream and they fight over nothing. Sometimes. Have you ever thought of breaking the TV in four uh, million pieces? I not not recently because I just bought a new one, and I love it. So I'm never gonna think about breaking my TV. We have one TV too, and uh, they got one episode each before they brush their teeth, and. If we're feeling nice, we let them watch one more thing that they pick together and they go to sleep. So it's 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Not bad, not bad. That's yeah. good. There's a structure there. We got two. We have one in the kitchen, which is a small one. I usually watch my news and they put uh, Treehouse TV or whatever the hell it mm -hmm. is. And that TV is always on. Yeah, but, but they you never guys watch. use it like a background music, like yeah, a radio. Yeah, yeah, And the other one is the basement, which we rarely even come down here. We don't. We used to come down here uh, with my, uh, yeah, with Emma to watch Netflix, or now with Disney Plus. We, but she forget like she's they're not, she's not interested. Into, yeah, but and, and this we said in last uh, in last episode, the TV. If if I change the channel, they're not watching. It's not they're not stuck in front of the TV they watching. Want, they right. the they're not consuming it. But yeah, if I change the channel, if I turn it off, ah, what are you doing? I'm like, but you're not watching. Yeah. yeah. Somehow they're still following. They need uh, Peppa Pig uh, playing in the. Oh, oh, Peppa Pig. There's another one. My little one is obsessed with Peppa Pig. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Uh, in the last couple of weeks, Peppa Pig has some volume on this. In your ears. I hear Chris perfectly fine. Uh, Peppa Pig is actually the 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 one program that all three of them seem to be enjoying right now. So it's kind of like. Uh, let me just say, say something. I watch Peppa Pig with them. I enjoy it. It's hilarious. Yeah. 
It's yeah. hilarious. I haven't paid attention to <laughs> it that much. It's very uh, proper. It's very hilarious. proper. It's, it's good. It's good. I watch no, it in but Greek. It, it's decent humor. <laughs> it's funny. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny. The, the fat father. It's hilarious. Right. Yeah, I saw. I, there, there was a scene where it's like, it's like a cute Homer. There was a, there was a scene where the, the the daughter Peppa, right? Peppa was calling her daddy fat, and I was like, "What are you guys watching? You shouldn't be watching this." <laughs> My kids are gonna start telling me that I'm fat, right? Yeah. Oh, they already tell me. It doesn't matter. And I get slaps on the belly. I, I think. Oh, uh, we, I think we all get. I slaps think in on North America we all need to hear a little bit of, "Hey, you're fat." Yeah, that's. Yeah. You need a little wake up know. call sometimes. My daughter can. She was. How come you're not like, uh, you know, like granddad? You know, my, my wife's. My wife's father's ripped. <laughs> like he's, he's ripped. He's like, wow. He's yeah. Like, he's like Stallone in Rocky Four. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your your daughter is asking you why you don't why, look like oh, yeah. her yeah. like her grandfather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's Stallone in Rocky Four in the yeah. 60s. It's like, how come, how come, how, how come Papu doesn't have a belly? <laughs> well, good for Papu. <laughs> uh, the guy puts me to shame. And I mean, and, I, and I'm proud to say that. I don't mind. It's just that, you know, and we were saying this last episode where, you know, we've reached that point where the age that they're at, it's you just want to show the example, right? And it's so difficult, man. Like, I, I, I know that I'm not, you know, my, my wife grew up in an environment where, her dad was just training. It was like this consistency, you know, it was like robotic almost, right? And that's, you know, that's how she grew up in. And my daughters are, <laughs> are growing up in an environment where, fuck, man, it's like the complete opposite. Yeah. It's the complete opposite. For me, it's a little inconsistent. I mean, I, I go through my binges and then I get into my healthy mode. And uh, I, I started going to the gym uh, consistently every day. Uh, about a year and a half ago, and I got into this routine. I was, you know, training in the morning, running at night, and mm-hmm. you know, my daughter, my 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 eldest, she was like, "Oh, Baba, you're uh, you're exercising. That's really good. It's important, right? Because we've taught her that exercise Very and eating nice. healthy is important, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was kind of setting a good example. And uh, now, whenever I try to eat something that's not very healthy, she calls me on it. She's like, "Hey, Baba, you can't eat that. You're gonna." You're gonna get fat. <laughs> so, so direct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No filter. No Zero filter. filter. Absolutely. It's yeah. just a reminder, man. Right. So, but now I'm a little bit more. Uh, I try not to indulge in bad foods in front of them because I'm. I've set an example of <laughs> so he a healthy waits, lifestyle, he and then I'm going he, back on it. Right. He, he waiting until they go to sleep. <laughs> Pretty much. Kathy, are the kids sleeping? All right. Halloween, no, Halloween right. candy. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the drive-through. You need anything? You gotta put some guilt on my wife. Do you want anything? I'm going for you. I know you want a Big Mac. I'll just pick up a Big Mac on it, just like that. You know. That's so funny. Discipline is hard uh, with food, man. I am. It's the struggle. It's, it's the real it's struggle. The eternal struggle. Yeah. For I, for you, you mean, or for your kids? For yeah, for me, for my wife, for you guys, for everybody I know. Yeah, everybody if only losing weight was as you know, easy, as easy and quick as gaining it. It wouldn't be an issue. Guys, I've said it. The best superhero power is eating and not gaining weight. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than being able to imagine. Fly. That's my superhero power. I used to have that man when I was like sixteen. Yeah, for four years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But think about it. You get whatever you want and always look the same. No, the more you eat, the worse you eat, the better you look. You know what? I know pe- many people that <laughs> somehow, friends of mine who are 40 years old, are like a, a friend of mine. He eats garbage. It's really bad. And he's got a six-pack. How do you do this? Yeah, you could be sick inside too. Yeah. I, I know. I'm not, I'm, you know. We don't you care, might, man. We don't care. We care about the look. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, that's that's the first <laughs> measuring stick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what drives us to go do it. It ain't because of what the doctor said. It's because of what the girl said. Yeah. Let's be real. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to uh, the nightlife. Um, your kids are obviously at an age where they understand now. Like, uh, okay, daddy's leaving. It's yeah. nighttime. This is yeah. what he does. Yeah. They're, they're, they're coping with it, I guess, or... Like, you know w- w- what time it's their normal right? yeah pretty much i mean they know that daddy is a singer you know daddy is a performer and i go to work and before i go to work my my kids usually ask me you're gonna go sing for people or yeah, be dancing yeah. can i come you know yeah, they, yeah. they want to be there too because you know they've experienced it Fun. i've taken them to festivals the ottawa fest which mm-hmm. i play every year mm-hmm. my kids are there they experience it so they they love it you know they they've seen videos of me performing because their grandfather my dad likes to constantly play videos of me singing when i'm around oh, yeah. <laughs> it's my pet peeve I can't, I can't i can't stand looking at myself really. million dollar question alex yeah opportunity comes yeah you complete the album everything is ready to go right you have to i don't know leave for three months how do you do that three months three months four months five it'll months be, whatever it'll be tough it would be tough it, uh, if it's a good opportunity i'd like to think that i would take it but i mean I'll be honest. I bring my kids to school, and two hours later, I'm missing them so much. I I, I need to see them again. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to pick them up. Yeah. Even though I know I'm gonna pick them up, and they're gonna start arguing and bickering and yelling, and you know they're gonna piss me off. I I can't live without it. I love it. I embrace that chaos. Because because you went through that, eh? Uh, at some point, you were playing with. Um, uh, with I left. Uh, I left. I did. Yeah, I went to Toronto to to do a few shows. So I left for about two weeks. And I left a day after my, two days after my son was born. So Ooh, I, yeah. that must have been tough yeah, for you. Yeah. Ouch. I would never yeah. do that again. Yeah. That but now that I'm thinking if the opportunity ever came, I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question because think about it. Let's say you have to go for two months, maybe three months, maybe a year, whatever it is. It, that's a hard decision. It's a very it's tough decision. decision. And there's there's I, only one way you decide that. That's the size of the check. That's pretty much, yeah, I mean... Well, at the beginning, when, you, when you're going to go do that, the size of the check is very, very small. Yeah, so you it might think, not even gotta, exist. Exactly, it's, no, it, it's, it's risk-reward. Yeah. The analysis is on risk-reward. Am I risking for the big reward? I would like to think that I would, you know, be able to take the opportunity, the potential opportunity. Yeah. I don't, I can't, I'd be lying if I told you that, yes, I would do it, because I don't know. I don't know how I'd be able to deal with it. Maybe I, you know take off and two weeks down the line I'd get homesick and miss my kids too much and just say you know screw it yeah I want to go home I I can't really tell you I can't really answer that question unless I've experienced it in my mind I'd like to think that I could deal with that I could deal with a situation like that but I don't want to be away from my kids if I'm being honest at all let's say your kids grow up now okay Mm -hmm. and they want to take a similar path whether it's music dance the, the, the artistic world, let's say. Mm-hmm. Would like, you be okay with that as a dad? Like, you mean put I, the studies aside kind of thing? Well, because you mentioned something, and it, it's put interesting. financial stability. I just want to get back to that, because not everybody is lucky as you to have a dad. Because think about it. Every parent wants their kid to learn an instrument. Yeah. But no no parent really wants their kid to, to go get, into the profession. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, learn the instrument, but you know you, you better go to school. I think that I would uh, definitely encourage my my kids to you know pick up an instrument because it's 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 a good thing right to be able to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, if they decided to do what I do, I think I'd be terrified. You would be. I think so. Why? Yeah. 
Why? Nightlife. Yeah, but the it thing is, I mean, you, you, you've experienced the nightlife. I mean, you, you, you know, you look at your example. You've turned, you've turned out okay. You have, a fa- you have a family. You're happy. Yeah. You have kids. I no, no, no. no. I don't, you're missing the point. The thing it's is, what he's seen. It's beyond that. It's too. mostly about him. It's, it's mostly what I've seen, and it's also, you know, but I think. But it's also the the part where when you're busy with this, let's say they become musicians or whatever, they pick up an instrument and become good at it and hit the scene. You know, let's say it's even a local scene. You're making pretty good money, so if, you know. You're going to give up the books. What yeah, happens after I, that? I don't think I would ever encourage that. I, I think I would reinforce the no, schooling for sure. Yeah. You would. Yeah. It's even though, you're, even though I, your dad kind of like I encouraged would, I would you, worry right? about my, them dropping the books more than anything. Yeah. In the but, process of, the, of all that, dropping the books. My dad that encouraged me, yes. But he also, you know, he, he also tried his best to, okay. you know, keep me in school and... Were your parents disappointed when you put that when you put an end to that and you uh, focused on, on on the music? In a sense, I guess they were, yeah. Uh, but my dad was also very proud and excited about me being, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. doing something that I guess he always dreamt of doing himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, going back to what you said about you know, I, I guess I turned out okay after over two decades of doing it. I think that part of it is also me just being lucky, you know. I've been with the same woman now for over 10 years. You know, she's she's brought a balance to me and she's, mm-hmm. you know, she keeps me stable and all that. Yep. And uh, I don't think that uh, I could do a lot of what I've, uh, what I've achieved up until now without her, you know. Uh, I think I could have gone the other way entirely, possibly. Uh, I'd like to think that I was, that I'm smart enough to not, you know, take the wrong path in life, but... It's terrifying. I mean, when you're thinking about your own kids and, yeah, and the yeah. possibilities and what's going on out there, and you don't know how things are going to be down that's the line. That's actually look, the question. It's like, that, look, that's a tough one, too. Yeah, look how much things have changed already. I mean, social media alone has, you know, it's exposing people and people's private lives. And you, you, you I have. Like, I like to believe that good values like, pull you back in line. Yeah. yeah, yeah but you I, know what it is? It's like, I always say this and I believe this, and this is how I raise my kids. I believe in a strong foundation. You need the, the foundation. You need the solid concrete foundation. But I believe you need to teach them how to fly as well. They need wings. They, they got to develop their wings. Yeah. So if you think about it, music is wings. It's go fly. Absolutely. Don't think too much. Go fly. So it's on that realm. Yeah. And then the foundation is go to school. Make sure you have a plan B. Right. And sometimes I, I kind of did. I still do both. In a right. Way, right. So I, I think like, you're, I think you're actually a a better example than I am because you're a pretty successful guy. I mean, you have your day job and you're a hardworking person, you're ambitious, and you still do what you love. You yeah. still perform. You're still a musician, you so know, just as much as I am. So I think you're an even better example than I am in this situation. No, but what I'm saying is that I th- that's how it was in my family. Like, my dad was like, you learn, you do this, go play. Hey, it's good. He encouraged me, but at the same time, it was like... He laid down the law. Yeah, yeah. The foundation is important. It is. It absolutely you know? is. And... I'm thinking myself, well, my kids are not really musically inclined. I tried with my son. He was good at the drums at the beginning, but I had to force him to go to lessons. That's when I stopped, right? Well, I think that's also got to do with his age a little bit. Yeah, he might go back to it. But I remember when I was learning guitar and I was playing, my parents had to stop me. It's like, stop playing. It's like, you got to go to bed. Stop playing. So they didn't have to make sure I play. With Yerasimo, it was... You have to motivate him. Yeah, it's like we have a lesson tomorrow. Well, did, did you did you practice? No. Well, why not? Yeah. So, well, I'm, I was exactly like your son. You were never practiced. 
Really? Yeah. I, I most of my practice was on stage. So, I mean, so there's I, still hope. I've had moments yeah. where I was No, but uh, you continued playing. Yes. I, I mean, I've had moments where I was You know what? I would play a lot when I was home, but it wasn't really a structured practice. It wasn't I wasn't doing things the way I should have been doing things. You know, working on exercises or working on a certain technique that I need to master. It was mostly just like I want to play my favorite song. Like, let me yeah, let me yeah, learn yeah, it. Yeah, right? Yeah, but you were also so, a kid. You were winging it. I yeah, would that I would learn my song, the song that I wanted to play. I'd learn the chords. I'd learn the melody, but I wasn't really focusing on proper, technique. you know, technique. Uh, you know, dynamics Metronome. and exactly. Uh, so it was more about having fun for me. So mm -hmm. I was not very disciplined, honestly. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, that's it has to be fun. If it's not fun for his son, why would he pick it up? Yeah. You get it? Right. Because if you, because don't, if you don't view it as fun at this age, you don't do it. And it's exactly that. My parents had to pry me away too. I had a pair of drumsticks and I put a chair in front of me and I would smack it like my, you know. Right. That was my that was the, how I practiced. Like you, they had to stop me. Yeah. Like like him. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't a question because yeah. it was fun. I you know, I, like you, you You know what it is in a way? I don't know if I'm going to express it right, but It's always fun. And Yerasmo, he was playing, and it was fun, fun, fun. Hey, go play the song, and it was fun. The second he needed to go to the next level, the next level, which needed a little discipline, he it wasn't as fun. He didn't want it as much. Yeah, the okay. discipline was harder than getting him through. Uh, he couldn't get through the exercises to go to the fun part. Huh. You know what I'm saying? That's so me. The, the second it got to the point where it's, now I need discipline, uh, it, the fun is no longer there. That's exactly That's me, man. That's where he quit. That's exactly how I am. You know? For me, it was like the fun was still up here, so the discipline, it came, it came. And then obviously, I, I got to a point where it wasn't like, I, di I didn't want to... Um, discipline comes with ambition. Ambition comes with development, man. Yeah, yeah. So you have yeah, to... Yeah. Yeah, maybe he just needs more time to to have more fun with it. Come, You know, he's going to develop some chops. There's oh, a he has to be re-exposed to it, but you know what? Like, look at, look no, at Salatelli's it, kid, right? Usually, John's kid. It right. usually happens with something you cling on to, like a certain technique or a certain thing you do that you keep redoing. You know you got good yeah. at that. It drives you to do something else good, But too. there is hope because John's kid, he, he would play the piano. I would go over his house and the kid would be playing piano and then he got sick of it. He didn't want to play the piano anymore. So he stopped music altogether and then three, four years later, the kid picks up a guitar and Eight months later, yeah, he's ripping. He's ripping. He's, yeah, he's, he's and he practices. Something clicked. He got re-exposed to something. Something he got triggered. Something just changed the whole dynamic. Yeah. Right? I, I think it's like a vision. That something. The, something. We don't know what brain. it is, but it's something. What something helped me as far as you know, uh, being able to uh, get into shape and be disciplined about practice was actually working. Like I started working, right. So I, as soon as I started working yeah, and no I was choice. getting paid to do what I do, yeah. I said to myself, okay, I think it's time I start actually <laughs> taking this seriously and yeah, yeah, learning yeah. things properly. And that's what helped me. And still, you, be, you became competitive about it. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. I had to. It kind of just shot me Because you shape. wanted to continue doing it. Exactly. And you wanted to continue doing it because you kept on doing it because you loved it. You loved it because it was fun. It goes back to fun. Yeah, I'd say now I'm probably more disciplined than I've ever been. Like if I want to actually learn something. That's amazing. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to... I'm going to think about things and structure. And I mean, I also have the luxury of having no uh, one YouTube home. videos. Oh, okay. You know, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. taking lessons these days is so much more fun. For anything, yeah. man. YouTube has yeah. changed everything. everything. Definitely. There's this guy. I've been, I've been playing guitar a lot lately. And there's this guy, this uh, YouTube channel that I've been following. And the way he actually teaches technique, uh, 
I, I've never seen anything like this. It's it's just it's fun. You want to do it. You look forward to it. You know, mm-hmm, how is mm-hmm. this guy doing this? Yeah, yeah. Why am I looking forward to playing the same exercise for an hour with a metronome? It doesn't make any sense at my age. You know, I've been playing music for 23 years. I should I should hate that crap, right? Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, <laughs> this guy is making it fun. It's yeah, the way he's you know the That's way a he's good teaching because yeah. he, he's also making you f- love to play something else you probably love other than piano. Yeah. Right? You love the guitar. Right. So yeah. You're being, you're, he's teaching you how to be good at guitar. You love guitar. It's all connected. It's right. It goes back to what you like. I'm always trying to find ways to, you know, refresh that 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 feeling, that novelty, you know, that find early. Find that spark. Yeah. 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 When so do you practice? I, during the week when no one's home? Um, uh, I try to practice a little during the day when no one's home, when I'm not, you know, running errands all day. Yeah. But it's mostly uh, cutting into sleep time after the kids have gone to bed. I have to make that sacrifice. You know, kids go to sleep and mm-hmm. I sacrifice a little bit of sleep to either practice or, you know, work on material that I need to work on when I'm yeah. Yeah, preparing yeah. for work, you know, yeah. programming, recording, writing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's usually at night. It's also the time that I'm the most inspired for some reason, yeah. even even though I'm always fatigued. I have been I haven't slept in five years, but yeah. <laughs> but but the nighttime is still my my time. You know, it's yeah. it's the time where I, I think about things and I get inspired and I just get lost into what I love. You know? How much of a difference do you think it makes the fact that your wife has been supportive? Oh, it makes all the difference in the world. I mean, uh, it makes it all possible. Absolutely. H- has she like has she ever like pushed you like to the point where it's I'm like okay, look, you got to do this. This is you. This is you know like actually pushing you even further into this career into this practice she does she she encourages me and she pushes me but um she won't push uh she won't push too hard to the point where i'm you know i'm getting a little defensive because i i can get a little defensive sometimes Mm -hmm. if if you're you know up my ass all the time about (laughs) something uh but no she's 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 great she's very supportive and she'll remind me you know if i if i neglect something like Whatever happened to that song you started writing? Why didn't you ever finish it? Or what's going on with this? Why aren't you working on this anymore? And she kind of reminds me and snaps me back into reality. Like, hey, you know, she's right. I kind of neglected this. But, I mean, most of the time now, it's like we, we're always thinking about the kids and what we're going to do with the kids and yeah, preparing yeah. things for the kids. And then whenever we get a moment to actually think about anything that's not... That doesn't have to do with the kids and, uh, you know, preparing lunches or doing homework and that sort of thing. It's, you know, usually we try to give that time to each other mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. So before I had kids, it was more, you know, pushing me to do my music thing. But now yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like whenever she remembers, you know, it's like there's too much well, to well, think I'll, about. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, so, there's so many things to preoccupy. Her. Yeah. I mean, Got to think of what one song? Thing. Go to the grocery store. We got a whole <laughs> list. Here. What are you talking about? We're missing broccoli. What are you talking about? And you know, we like to uh, after the kids go to sleep, we like to you know sit down, sit on the couch, or lie in bed, and just talk a little bit. You yeah, know, you say yeah, we need we need string cheese, uh, milk. Uh. Sometimes we just talk about nothing. It's just talk, you know. Yeah. And it's uh, it's relaxing. You know? We don't have to. Uh, so you guys get into the conversation because look, there's a lot of couples that don't talk. I know couples that don't talk. After 10 years of marriage, people don't talk. I'm just, I'm just very serious. Yeah. The yeah. email. People avoid... <laughs> no, they avoid talking to each other because there's nothing else to say. But I don't feel like that because with my wife, we always talk. And yeah. I, have, I have a feeling that you guys are the same way with, with Kathy. Yeah. I mean, sure, we have our moments where we, you know, it, it's happened where we're just too tired. And it's just like, you know, 
let, let's put on a movie and we don't yeah. say much yeah. but no we still we still talk we Did, still try to keep things does she write lyrics for you uh no she's no? she's written some stuff for me in the past she's, okay. she loves writing yeah, yeah she's pretty good at that you know i i don't really do lyrics i mean i i i can get inspired mm -hmm. uh, about a certain theme i can put things on paper about you know i want to talk about this or i want to channel this but as far as structuring lyrics no i i don't I don't do that. I actually have a, and my original project, my guitar player is the guy who writes lyrics, and he's uh, he's really good. So I wouldn't even try to challenge okay, that. Okay. So what we do basically is, we talk about stuff. We have like this band chat on WhatsApp, and mm -hmm. we just brainstorm ideas. And I can get inspired by anything. Like I can like watch an episode of The Mandalorian, and uh, the way a scene was filmed, you know, in a specific way can trigger this idea for a song somehow or you know the theme of the episode might inspire me for something and then i just shoot ideas into the chat room and my lyricist my he's he's insanely talented yeah. he's just like okay that's that, that's good and then 20 minutes later he's like all right here's a song uh, <laughs> it's just like that he just like farts songs out it's ridiculous and he he writes great riffs yeah great yeah. riffs yeah and uh you know sometimes and, and billy plays a mean mean bass oh yeah Yeah. Billy plays a mean guitar as well, but he does? we use him as a bassist okay. for the band. Is he a guitar player or a bass player? Uh, he started off as a guitar player, but uh, he's uh, he's a bassist. He's Doesn't a bassist, everybody yeah. start as a guitar player? And and when he yeah. plays guitar, uh, he, you know, he's very rhythmic now. Not because he's become a bass player. He's been a bass player for the last, I don't know, 11, 12 plus years. Okay. Uh, when he plays guitar, it's always groovy. It's always rhythmic and yeah, yeah, percussive yeah. and... You know the bass player thing. These guys, let me ask you something. I mean, you're making a living out of you know music. Yeah, are they doing the same thing? No, nope. uh, no, no, they're not. Um, so for them, it's more of a hobby now. Let's get together, yeah, jam. Let's make an album. They're not making. They're I th not. I think that they actually uh, prefer it that way. Yeah, I, they don't have the stigma of you know the the, mm -hmm. the, the performing live and. Uh, having that you know repetitive thing i mean I, i enjoy it i love it you know but the stuff that i'm writing has absolutely nothing to do with the stuff that i that i do professionally perform yeah so a part of me uh, uh, you know i have an artistic need i guess to do something that's not that when can we expect to see a live show with the new <laughs> material man you got to commit are, right now are we supposed to be talking about our kids <laughs> Well, it's part of it. Well, are you bringing the, your kids to that show that he's talking about? Uh, <laughs> as long as no, seriously, when can we expect a show? Like honestly, a show? Well, uh, I don't know about a show. Uh, I don't know if there's really an audience for what we're doing here. At least the people that do it for support the people me. that know you personally. The right? people that know me and support me. I don't know that most of them would really enjoy what I'm doing originally. Okay, doesn't mean they don't want to hear you play. Well, I think they're just gonna come because it's you and they want to support you. So I think uh, what 200 people you can you can you can yeah it's not interesting to him 200 he wants the bell center no that's not I'm not looking for that <laughs> kind of like thing a dead Sunday. I'm not looking for that kind of thing at all I don't need uh, you know I'm not I'm not gonna be this uh, <coughs> this pretentious artist with the chip on his shoulder do you have a complete band uh, we don't have a drummer no. uh, and the reason for that right now is just because we've found because you have a we've keyboard found a groove. Uh, the three of us just have this chemistry that can't really... Um, I think that bringing in another band member at this point in time would maybe ruin the dynamic. So basically, I just program uh, drums for now. 
and we write that way. Yeah. And when it comes to the finals, we're obviously mm-hmm. going to hire a professional drummer to cut the tracks. Yeah. But uh, for now, uh, what, we, what we've been doing has been working. And a lot of it is even because we don't have time to get together and jam all the time. Uh, we do a lot of this stuff on our own and record and send stuff to each other online. And, yeah. uh, and we write that way too. And it's actually been <laughs> surprisingly really working out well for us. Wow. Where do you record? So, you have a studio at home? Uh, I don't know if you can call it a studio. I have a setup. Uh, it's uh, I've got a little corner. Bro, as long as it makes that, it yeah. does the job. Yeah, but yeah, no, I have. I have he a has little, all the equipment. I mean, I have enough equipment to do yeah. what I need, right? I have uh, a bunch of guitar amp simulators and uh, uh, recording program with a decent enough PC. Yeah, and uh, I I do my programming and my writing and all that stuff at home. I can record vocal tracks. It's uh, it's convenient. It's convenient enough for me to be able to do that right now. But when it comes to actually recording the finals. We're going to go to a studio, yeah. a real studio, mm-hmm. not, not my living room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so there's no timeline. He doesn't want to commit. Uh, well, you know what? S- deadlines are actually good because they, they whip, push you, you, man, yeah. whip you into shape, you know. Um, recently, well, not that recently, uh, we completed a song and I sent it to a mutual friend of ours, uh, Peter Braculia in Greece. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I sent it to him, and he's, you know, he's a workhorse, so he automatically put the pressure on me. He's like, all right, I'm giving you a deadline. We're recording drums next week. I want you to finish the ending of the song by next week and uh, get it done. Get it, let's get it recorded. So there was a, a lot of pressure, you know, so I got together with the guys. I'm like, guys, we've got to finish the song. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he wants us to end the song because there's literally a scheduled drum session for this song. And we did it. We did it. We yeah. sent it to him. And he, uh, he took it to a studio in Athens and got uh, you know, a professional drummer to record the parts for us. And oh, uh, nice. so we have one song with... Uh, so one song so, complete. Yeah. So it sounds like you just... But even, even we've touched up that song a bit too since then. <laughs> you got to stop. Alex, you got to stop, man. You just got to put it out there, man. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. No. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking as if I've done it. <laughs> no, it, but honestly, that, that, that is a, a good mentality to have. Like, just... Put it out there. Put it out know? there. And yeah. by the way, shout out to Peter who actually sent uh, he sent us a message on uh, Facebook Messenger. He's like, "Oh, I love your show, blah blah blah." The the dads, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." I, I didn't tell him. I, I didn't tell him that we're gonna have uh, that we're gonna have Peter. We're, Peter, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So is we he have, a dad? Yeah, yeah, he so. is. So yes. we have a fan in Greece. He's nice. like, dude, I'm coming. I'm crashing your podcast. He, like, he'd, he'd, come, be, he'd be great. Next yeah, time he comes, you yeah, should yeah. have him on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, tell, tell me a little bit. Where, where did you start uh, playing? My first job, you mean? Yeah. It was actually at uh, La Mer. The restaurant? You remember? Yeah, the restaurant, yeah, La Mer. Yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah. That was in 1997. Right? Actually, no. Your debut was uh, on Vaperi. <laughs> what? Uh, no, actually... No? No, that happened a couple of weeks after my debut at La Mer, which was, I remember the date. It was February 1st, 1997. I don't know why I remember. But uh, that was the first time I ever performed uh, in front of, you know, people. Yeah, It was with Vasily Galati. He actually got me started. He helped me. He pushed me. I have a lot, you know, I have him to thank as well for encouraging me and pushing me. Mm -hmm. Because in all honesty, I, I know myself. I knew, I know how I was back then. I was a bit of a slacker a procrastinator and uh, i think if i didn't have my dad and you know other people around me encouraging me and pushing me i probably wouldn't have ended up doing this i probably would have just i don't know been doing something else mm-hmm. well, hopefully and then how did how did it evolve from there 
I was basically I was doing um, I was doing La Mer for a good year or so. Then I started doing other gigs. I started playing at weddings and baptisms and that sort of thing. My dad was kind of managing my he was your agent my early career. He, yeah, pretty much. You know, he was helping me out. He was getting me gigs. He was hustling for me. And uh, I, you know, I built a little bit of a name for myself in the Greek community, and uh, I just stuck with it. And the gig, the gigs kept coming in. And I was doing clubs, um, a lot of the bouzouki nights in the late '90s. Uh, and then uh, when uh, Mr. Galanis offered me a job at Mythos, that was basically the beginning of yeah. Mythos, which was in late '99. And uh, I was there for a very long time, still performing there. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a point where uh, was it uh, was it Sismo? Was yeah. it, it, I played it, at Sismo. Yeah, it, 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 I remember it was like the talk of the town. I created this divide, you know, where there was this new club that came up, and you know, it took the band from me, <laughs> and it, it created like this a rivalry. <laughs> it wasn't a rivalry. It, it was. was, just, it was. It, yeah? yeah. Do you yeah, think it was, it was a rivalry? Full, full. Well, I mean, it's a dog eat dog world out there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, in the end, if somebody wants to open up their own venue and do what they got to do, you know, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the end, no, but but that's fine because it left a gap at Mythos, and they had to find new artists, right? So there's uh, this all new wave of other musicians that came along, right? Yeah, actually, that's that that is when I went into Mythos. It was actually after. Uh, Peter left. For that's Mythos. right. He, he was went, there before me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he went to Sismos, and that's when I took over at Mythos. And uh, then uh, a year and a half after I was at Mythos, I ended up going to Sismos as well. And I stayed there for a year and a half. And then Peter and I both ended up back at Mythos. And uh, those were some good times. Yeah. We, we were the last band at that club. We closed it down. That's uh, It was a different name. <laughs> it yeah. was uh, Exodus. Exodus. <laughs> oh, at, at Opa? It was Exodus. I was after. Opa after. first. Was it Opa first or Sismos? It was, it was Sismos, Sismos first, then Opa, and then, Opa. Opa, and then Exodus. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. man. We closed that shit down. <laughs> Opa was a Corbis with Fula, no? Yeah. 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 There was uh, this other, the, the blonde girl, man. Was, uh, Ma- Mary. Uh, Maria. 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 Oh, she had a beautiful voice, yeah. She was good, yeah. Maria Tiodera, you're talking about. That's right. That's yeah. yeah, she's in Greece now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's been there a while. What is she doing? Is she she's singing. Is she still singing? Yeah, she sings in the bouzouki. She's doing all right for herself. From what nice, I, yeah, I remember she had a really nice voice. Yeah. Really yeah. natural mm-hmm. voice. Effortless. The Greek thing. The real yeah, Greek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That thickness. Yeah. yeah. They call it chria. Yeah, actually, uh, we saw her, uh, when was it? Three years ago? Is that, is that right? Yeah. She stopped by Mythos. Actually, she was in town, and we put her up on stage, and she sang. Oh, it yeah. was great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was fun, man. That was fun. So was so it was Opa after I was, I was Yeah, it was after Sismos. Yeah, it was after Sismos. Yeah. Sismos were some really amazing times oh, for me. I partied, uh, I partied there. Yeah. 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 Like, we all partied there. I remember I remember you guys partying there when I was performing. Yeah. Yeah. And it was great. Like, every yeah. weekend. I, I remember was just... you, you let me play next to you once. I was smashed. Really? <laughs> yeah, and there was some. some, some oh, yeah, I think I remember that. That's <laughs> I right. I started hitting him. I showed up like at two in the morning, smashed. I, I just loved it because it was walking distance to my house. Walking distance to everything. I was always the guy that was like, yeah, come up and play. Yeah. And everybody else in the band would be like, what the what hell are you, are you doing? doing? Why are you inviting people up to play? <laughs> Let's have some fun. Yeah. That was so fun, man. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the family. Uh, and I just want to continue on what Chris was saying about your kids potentially wanting to pursue that um, uh, as a career. Um, Scary thought. But why, though? 
As far as um, what I do, the, the you know the nightlife thing, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't really answer I, it. I'm I just going to say there's a different, there's, there's more than that dynamic to a musical career. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like. That's one path of many, man. My daughter tells me that she wants to sing, and I'm like, yes, you're going to be a Disney princess one day. <laughs> Forget about the Skiladega. You're going to be a Disney princess. You're going to sing in a Disney movie. That's what you're going to do. You're going to be a Broadway gonna singer. Maybe sing the national anthems at the Bell Center. I'm injecting so. that idea into her brain. You know, yeah. <laughs> Planting the seed. Yeah. This is the path. <laughs> and well, yeah, because music is not even local. No. Right? And with, with, That's right. With, with technology and with, with the YouTubes and all that stuff, you could be discovered in your shower. Yeah, honestly, yeah. how many people have been discovered? Well, that's what I'm saying. On so, YouTube alone. So, so the chances of, of success are maybe higher. Uh, yeah, I would say... Well, the level of exposure is higher. Yeah, which in turn will... Well, there's a... You there's still a, have to make the cut. And all there's that. a much yeah. bigger ocean of artists these days than there were back then. Yeah. Everybody's, you know, I mean, you can record an album in your, in your house these days. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing it, right? It's all based on demand. If the demand's there... They'll need more music. There's always going to be a demand for music. Yeah, but it's still tough. It's still tough to get in there, to get into But there's a lot market. of people, that, and this is an interesting conversation we can have, on how many people are actually entering the music world without knowing how to play an instrument. Yeah. Well, uh, more more nowadays, right? for sure. There's With a apps big... and just programming stuff right. and just figuring things out. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of AI stuff, too, yeah. right? That basically you can just... Uh, hum an idea into your phone and then and it, it develops an entire that's it, that's it. so there's are, are a lot you, are you serious that yeah. exists well, yeah. guys i mean have you seen have you guys seen those deep fake videos on youtube no no you no. guys know what that is no. no where they'll basically take a clip from a movie and they'll uh, replace the actor's face with another actor so basically the way this program works it's free software you can download it um basically uh you can take like say for example you take a, a movie like uh, taxi driver, right? Mm -hmm. So the program will take that movie and analyze all the facial features of Robert De Niro, for example, and then you can tell it to put the facial features of that actor onto, I don't know, a, a Jack Nicholson from The Shining. Oh, wow. And then Jack Nicholson will become De Niro. The voice too. And it looks, guys, it's really scary. It's, I think it's, I've seen that with a comedian and the, the face kind of shifted to uh, Al Pacino and Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right. That's, that's right. That's There's the a one. lot of that going on. Bill, Bill Hader follow? did that as well. Bill Hader was on uh, got it. on uh, one of those, uh, I think it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy yeah, Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, I saw and that. he got into a, uh, an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation and his voice just, uh, sorry, his face. His face just shifted. Yeah. yeah. And that was the first one I saw and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, is he actually doing that with his face? That, was, that was creepy. Very. The first time I Does saw that. Does the voice follow? Does uh, the program like change the voice yeah, yeah, too? Yeah. Uh, at first, no, but now they are actually uh, able so to do that as well. You can say, like, the, the example you gave, uh, De Niro would be saying Jack Nicholson's lines in The Shining with his face. Yeah. And uh, the, now they have an, another program. I think it's a separate program where it actually uh, samples the voice as well. And you need to experience it to get it, to see w what the impact is. It's but pretty it, scary, it, though. It's scary. It's creepy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's creepy. It's creepy. It is. It really yeah. is because it's very believable. And people have actually uh, done some crazy stuff. With, like there's a there's a fake Obama speech, where somebody was <laughs> impersonating incredible. impersonating is that, is Obama. Is that how they do the, like the Leia scene at the end of Rogue One? Uh, well, the the tech for that is a lot more uh, complex. They there's, there's a lot of money involved in that. It's not some free software, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, the free software is it's really imagine, impressive. Imagine what you pay for. 
It's crazy yeah. advanced. Yeah. But who's that rapper kid, man, that became big uh, with, with, without even a label? Uh, is it Ch- Chance? Is it Chance the Rapper, whatever his name is? I'm not sure. There's this rapper that became huge, a huge deal. He has no label. I think he put uh, he put his stuff out on um, Spotify. How, how long or ago? Two years. Two not years. even, I don't know, three. Really? That, that recent? I, I think I, so. I remember this happening a long time ago. Well, Bieber is the... Bieber is the first no, example of, of, of YouTube sensation. Right. Yeah, but he was discovered and they put him into a label and he went through the whole matter. machine. The point is the he kid was, was popular. He was Yeah, yeah but, but the other guy just refused the label. goes, screw you. I don't care. I'm putting my own stuff out now. I think it was Chance the Rapper. Is he still around? Yeah. Okay. Are you looking for him? Yeah, I am. Hold on. This well, is this is the wrong crowd. This is a fancy. It is the wrong yeah, crowd. Yeah, you, you asked the question to the wrong crowd. <laughs> no, but... Or rapper. Like, no, no, because we're getting... I like rap. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't have a problem with rap. I just don't know much about the history. No, but... It, 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 yeah. No, but yeah, but just going back to what you were saying, that nowadays you can just, you know, pick mm-hmm. up and just do whatever you want on your own. Uh, uh, you know, I actually like that. I think it's pretty cool that... Um, the people can actually choose an artist these days, right? It used to be the labels were, would decide who mm-hmm. they thought was yeah, appropriate yeah, yeah. and who would be able to sell records. And now you have so many success stories from YouTubers. Yeah. Uh, Padelidi is another example of a guy yeah, who was yeah, going yeah. on YouTube and he was just uh, recording these low-quality videos of him playing guitar and yeah. singing and people loved him and it and the record labels saw that and they said yeah. oh we got to we got to promote this and guy he because he became top he so became he top. was chosen by the people you yeah. know so whether any of us love him or you know or not uh, i think it's pretty cool that the people chose him you yeah. know it wasn't this manipulation by the media telling you who to like because he yeah. did it himself. He sold himself. He did. He did it himself. Yeah. So it says that new he, opportunities. He he created mixtapes and stuff uh, in in 2012. He won a Grammy. Who? Uh, him, Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper. Uh, what a Grammy! It became the first streaming only album to win a Grammy award and peaked at number eight on the Billboard 200. Uh, yeah, I think he's the one. He, he just refused to. Uh, uh, to sign up with the label. Yeah, why yeah not? good for him. Yeah, good for him. If he's uh, still successful, then good for him. If he's nowhere to be found, then uh, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the end, they're going to get yeah, you I to mean, sign uh, that. What's the way to, like, to, the income now is hits on YouTube and shows. You gotta, you gotta, I, you gotta I never understood shows. how, gotta, how that works. Uh, the, if you don't the, perform live, no, you're not a big success. No, not necessarily. Well, the, you've lost the album sales. I, I think the, the live thing is like, okay, it's an extra source of income. So what's the primary? The primary is the exposure. So it could be YouTube. So YouTube... Ad- because album sales are different than yeah. what they used and then to it could be. Right? Album sales are really not for, what yeah, they were. It's not what it is. Uh, actually, musicians pretty much depend on their live performances yeah, to make any kind exactly. of coin these days. Even even some of the most successful bands in the world these days, other than you know the top 40 bands that make a killing. Yeah. Um, the, the, a little bit... The more underground, you know, like yeah. the rock bands, like, uh, you know, like... This band right here, they're they're the biggest metal band in the world right now, but they're still not going to be as big as somebody like Justin Bieber. They're not going to have a, a vast audience. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've heard these guys speak in interviews and I've read articles where they talk about how, you know, they, they, they can barely pay their bills sometimes because they just need to keep touring to make income because they're not making much money off album sales, you know. Uh, you can listen to their music for free on Spotify or on even on YouTube, right? Yeah. We all do it. You know, we all listen yeah. to music on streaming platforms. We don't really buy albums anymore. Nobody really buys albums anymore. It's very rare. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember in the old days, I'd be excited. For my 
favorite band would be releasing an album. I was the first one at HMV when they're opening yeah. the doors. I'd Looking be buying the cover, the, buying the, the lyrics. CDs. Yeah, Jeez. exactly. I'm the record man. HMV. Yeah. So how does the royalty work now? Because everything is on iTunes and on all, all these streaming platforms. They buy the rights and well, they, a band like Mastodon, right? Yeah, they don't have enough traction on online because it's niche. It's a small market. So they need to do the shows. Today, it's but a small market. That's yeah. right. But you can have somebody in pop, like Justin Bieber, he captured the market way before touring. You get it? So he, he had made a lot of money just from YouTube, and then he supplemented the income by going out and, do, and doing tours. So right. it, it, dep- it depends where you are in the market. Yeah, but he's also... Uh, his his uh, spectrum or his scope is age zero to 90. Where there's, there's right, exactly. That's more of a niche. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why they, they they have to rely on touring. Yeah, yeah. and well, there's not like you know, said they're the biggest band in that genre. In that genre, but we saw them at uh, Metropolis. Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see these guys, the, the job they do on stage. How fun was of, that show, though? It was a good show. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're performing like animals. Yeah, yeah, but they're not getting paid that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what? It was the first. If they partied like they did back then and had a shitty show, I mean, they could it could it could screw a lot of things up for them. Yeah, but you know what? They're a metal band. But usually, when you think about going to a metal concert, uh, you're you're afraid to take your kids to a metal show, right? Because there's like mosh pits and crazy people, and they're drunk and they're violent mm-hmm. and they're like a bunch of barbarian savages. That's a threat. That's that's a stereotype, right? Uh, but when we went to that concert, it was uh, civilized. It was. It was <laughs> Because it, it's Prague. It was a great crowd. It's it was Prague, just an Prague. awesome mm-hmm. crowd. Mm-hmm. Everybody was respectful and polite, and it almost felt like... Because it's, it's a mature type of music. Yeah, it, was, it almost felt like when you go to a, sh- a show at the Plaza Czar, everybody was like focused on friendly. The it was just amazing. There were no mosh pits. It was, no. And I was thinking to myself, I would definitely bring my kids to a show like this if it wasn't so loud, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> but it, it, it felt... I didn't expect that. Like, we were all, you know, we were all... Pretty old and well behaved, and <laughs> and uh, the other people around us were just as civilized. It, it wasn't. It, it, I've I've actually never seen that at a heavy metal concert, right? Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I mean, have you, have you brought your kids to shows? Now that you mention it, uh, I've brought them to even, uh, even if it embarrasses you, but you can say it. Uh, it doesn't embarrass me. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable with uh, the fact that I've seen the Wiggles live. You know, <laughs> I mean, they've been to my shows, and uh, as far as a, a big concert goes, no, they haven't been to a concert. But I've taken them to Disney on Ice. Yeah, and we actually recently, two weeks ago, we went to uh, Cirque du Soleil. We went to the Axel show, oh, which was, how was that phenomenal. Oh yeah, it was absolutely mind-blowing it was one of the greatest shows i've ever seen honestly really fantastic i loved it the kids loved it it was it was great for all of us nice yeah so they've seen shows but i haven't taken them to like their first greek concert or rock concert well the first greek concert was their dad i guess yeah there you go. Uh, yeah i have a feeling they won't be very much impressed uh, at a greek concert i don't know when, about that when they're so like because they're 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 so like inserted in that kind of mentality yeah, where can, my dad yeah, sings. Yeah, they can connect the dots. It's It's been there kind of thing. My son loves Greek music. He loves the Skila. The guy loves Klarina. <laughs> <laughs> my son yes. loves the Maki. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, he loves that stuff. Yeah. Okay. My my daughter, my my daughters, uh, the older one is just all about Frozen and yeah, and man. Frozen and Frozen and Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. Does she and like the song Let It Go? <laughs> 
No, the <sighs> second one. The second one has a new thing. You know what happened to me? Actually, now you mentioned Frozen. Uh, when was well, on Sunday? Sun uh, or Saturday? Whatever. It was a couple of days ago. Uh, we went to see Frozen. So I'm looking at my mm-hmm. phone if it's available. I was like, oh, I go to my wife. Let's go watch Frozen too. You know, it's gonna be fun. We go to the counter. She goes, oh, it's only in French. Oh boy. No, no but you know what the thing is, the kids don't. They, they don't care. I cared. I'm like, oh, I'll watch them in French now, man. Come on. But then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, there's no way I'm turning around and leaving, <laughs> telling the kid, yeah, sorry, it's only in Eng- uh, it's only in French, because uh, as if they can understand, right? You gotta, so was the English version sold out? Is that what? No, happened? It just I don't know. It wasn't playing. I I, I don't know. I, I kind of I missed what is the this whole movie theater you went to. <laughs> it was the Guzzo on on Tashro here in the South Shore. Uh, so I look at my wife. I'm like, it's only in French. She's like, well. Watching it in French, right? So it didn't really, honestly, it made zero difference to my daughter. You're lucky. But it was so weird, man, watching the thing in French. Yeah, I, I'm kind of not really a fan. I mean, it doesn't really matter at that point. You're going for your kids, right? Yeah. But I'm not a fan of watching a movie that's been overdubbed. Yeah. I'd much I mean, rather read subtitles. But, or yeah. Exactly. But the yeah, original but you, language. Yeah, but you compromising know, the You art. notice it less with cartoons, like animated stuff. But sure. what bothers me is that I love watching the animated stuff and trying to guess who the actor is that is doing the voiceover. I don't know why I have this thing. I'm like, oh. I, am, uh, I do to... exactly me the too. same thing. I, I always spot. I love it. I, I always I'm spot like, them. Who is it? You know? And then at some point, you're like, oh, man, that's so familiar. And then you can't wait for the credits. Okay, who was it? Right. I do that, too. I love that. I love that stuff. So that bothered me because I couldn't do it because it was in French. (laughs) Yeah, that would probably bother me as well because I actually get excited to watch these uh, Disney movies. Even Frozen. I was excited to go watch Frozen, too, with my my kids. I'm not going to lie. It was not bad. It was a good story. I I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I mean... My life has been ruined by the first Frozen. I've been listening to that goddamn song for the last five years of my life. It's like, all let it go. I've heard that song more than any other song. Did you learn how to play it? Yes, I did. I did. I jam it with my daughter all the time. I have fun with it, it I guess. Wasn't a total loss. And the thing is that all three of my kids love that song, even my son. They love it. My they boys it. like it, too. My little one, she's two years old, um, so obsessed with that song that her, <laughs> her educator at... In, in her class at daycare went out and purchased the soundtrack so that she can play it for her in the class. Oh, that's sweet. So, yeah. yeah that is so, sweet. Yeah. You guys, you haven't done that, uh, the Disney thing uh, with the little one? Not yet. You're lucky, man, because she has such, a, like, the, the age gap between her and Yerasimo is so big that, I, do you even think that she's even going to get into this uh, Disney movie thing? Because she doesn't, she doesn't have anyone to, to kind of introduce her in that reality. Hmm. The daycare is introduced to yeah, certain the, movies. It's the daycare. And they the watch friends. movie as a group, and then the they, come, they want to watch it pe- again. Yeah. I have a confession to make. Right. Um, my my children and they're you know I complain about Frozen and all that, but the truth is, is that I am the one who got them uh, into all of this stuff because I'm just a giant baby. I still <laughs> love watching cartoons. <laughs> I get excited for Disney movies, and uh, you know, like we got Disney Plus, and I was like. Guys, we're gonna watch Ducktales now. You know, uh, right. it was my 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 childhood there, and my my kids were like, "What is that?" You know, I'm like yeah. Ducktales. This is great. You're gonna love it. You know, I can't do that. I can do it because my daughter is so obsessed with the same thing. Like it's a pattern. Yes, yes, of course they get stuck like in it, that. Like loop. It, go, it goes through Moana. I, I was like, oh, okay, I've seen Mo- I've seen Moana seven hundred and fifty times. It's like, can we watch something else? No, no, no. I want to watch Moana. <laughs> and then it went to Moana. My, I can my, recite my, every line of that. So to say I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys haven't seen it enough times. You don't know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it went from there. And then, my, and then my wife, yeah, 
welcome. You're welcome. Uh, and then she's like, it'd be nice to introduce her to the to the Disney movies that we saw, like you know, the Beauty and the Beast and all that stuff. Yeah. And then she got into uh, the Little Mermaid, and then right. it was just the Little Mermaid. It was like a yep. Little Mermaid marathon. Yep. Just Little Mermaid. My boys liked that movie. Little Mermaid. I introduced it to it. Yeah, I loved it when I was movie. a kid, man. It came out when I was eight years old. I that, loved it. That, I never, that, I had never watched dynamic, it. My you know? favorite villain of all time in The Little Mermaid. That octopus woman. Ursula, there, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ursula. great. It's terrifying. The perfect. <laughs> so, so you're not in there. You're, no, you're, no, you're... no. You guys are talking, and it's like I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you guys talking about. But you didn't like the stuff when you were a kid. I, you were too busy playing guitar. No, I got. No. He, he, watched, I, I, he watched Greek cartoons. You know what happened to me? <laughs> no. I was never too much into TV. I got into a phase with the Ninja Turtles and all that stuff. Of course. And then I got into this big... I had to, I had to watch four movies a night mm-hmm. in my teens. Late and then teens. I got over it again. So now it's like... Yeah, you used to be a big movie buff. Yeah, yeah, I used to watch. I've spoken about uh, movies. Yeah, yeah. We could, we, talk, movies. we could talk about movies for, for a few hours. Oh, yeah. But then it just left. And you know what? I'm trying... I don't know why, but I'm trying to take TV away from my kids. Yeah. I find already they're exposed to too much. Too much is not good. That's so, for sure. like, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to go get the Disney Plus channel. Right. But uh, maybe. Depends. So, yeah, we've seen Coco, I think, together. Oh, that's great. Coco was a great we've movie. Seen Moana, amazing. My and, kids don't but, like it. Coco. They don't like Coco. No, not Alex. Yeah. Uh, they, they go through phases, though. I, I, I was trying to get my kids to watch Toy Story I for a he, long time. He's a little creeped out, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah, it's a little weird. Guys, the concept of the it's movie dark, is it's, dark, uh, it's, death. it's about the afterlife and death <laughs> yeah, and yeah, skeletons, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's but it's made in a fun way, though. It's, it's absolutely uh, if you're raised in a culture where you celebrate that. You know what I noticed though with Coco, and I had I haven't noticed it in any other animated uh, movie when he's playing the guitar, the kid. It's exactly that. Like it's, it's not just him holding the guitar. And you hear, it, the, the kid is the, actually playing the, the melody. Fretting, yeah. Even the vibration of the string after he plucks it is. It's, it's so a, well it's done. It's astonishing. Yeah, the, yeah. the level of detail in these animated movies is. You haven't ridiculous. seen it, eh? I've seen. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're, I, I, you're I enjoyed guitar. Coco. It's one of those things that we enjoyed because it's about guitar. It's amazing. Yeah, we liked it. Moana was pretty good too. Yeah. But we don't get the chance to all sit down and watch something. Yeah. See, that's you, you said about the, the, the age difference, right? Yeah. So a three-year-old and a 10-year-old, mm, Oof. tough. Different planet. Definitely, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I'll watch something with Yerasimo. Yerasimo is more into wrestling now. Right. So he watches all the old stuff. Like last time he was watching Coco Beware. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or like he'll, he'll, he'll put, because you, you don't know where you're at, right? Like think about it in the timeline. He yeah. doesn't know. He, he, he could just go and click YouTube video after YouTube video, but there's no... There's yeah. no order. Yeah, you got to monitor He could that. watch something that was 10 years ago, watch something that was last week, then he could go to watch something that was five years ago. And, you know, time yeah. doesn't... But that's crazy just to realize about the it. age that we're living in, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we spoke about this. In yeah. Another yeah, we did, we did. We did, eh? yeah, yeah. And I'm witnessing it every day. He's not able to, like, he doesn't know how to say, oh, this was five years ago. You can't give it a timeline. to You can't give it a timeline. It. Yeah. yeah, I mean... Uh, it's sort of like living in the 1800s. Also, 1801, we're, 1899, we're, almost the same. We're currently living in a time where they're doing a lot of these uh, reboots and sequels to the yeah. stuff that we grew up with, mm-hmm. right? Like, right now, that's pretty much what's happening. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters 3 is coming out, right? Uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters was in 1984. I, I was three. I, I didn't see that remake there with the women. No, that's not the one I'm talking about. There's yeah, actually a new one. There's, there's a, a sequel. Yeah. With the kids there. there, there with, the, with the original oh, cast returning as well. Bill Murray. And oh, the, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's, no, a, it's, no. It's, it's the real Ghostbusters 3. 
right? Which is exciting for the older guys who grew up with it, and it's also exciting for the younger generation. Yeah, yeah. Now, my kids, uh, they're they're like Star Wars, for example. I've never been a big Star Wars fanatic. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm a, I watch them. I like them. But I don't go nuts over them, right? But my kids... Uh, they're going to watch the original Star Wars from 1977, and then they're going to watch the new one that came out, and they won't notice the difference. Yeah. To them, it's the same. It's, it's Star Wars, you yeah. know? So they don't, they can't really, like, they're not going to see the original and say, this looks old and cheesy. Yeah, yeah. No, they love it. They That's what he was saying. Fun, there's no you know? timeline. Exactly. And it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. As far as, you know. You I know, mean, it's the first time in a long time that, it's the first time ever that that happens. No, that's not true. Oh, yeah. No, it's not true. Oh, yeah. Not in the modern era, yeah. But well, yeah. I, I, what are we talking about? Previous generations, you could say one generation yeah, to the next also. was very no, but think, of, think about it this way, right? Let's go back to music. Music, there was the genre and then the lifestyle, right? So you knew there was the, the disco era, the 80s era, yeah, the glam rock. Yeah, you're, but you're only talking about the last two, three generations. Well, of that's what I'm saying. So today... Well, yeah, but go before that. No, because whatever was in was exposed on TV. Yeah. No, I'm just so saying. you had to follow the chronological order, right? Yeah. Today, you can go and watch a David Bowie video. You could go watch Queen. You could go see Beatles. You could go and watch Kanye West. That's right. And you don't know when... Also, another thing I've noticed in the music. That's, you know what I mean? That's our fault. Well, like, I mean, all, the, all these revamps, redux, redo, all this stuff is because we're... We're obsessed with this nostalgic stuff. Oh, I love this movie when I was a kid. It's our fault. We're definitely in a time where nostalgia is very strong. Like, I'll give you an example. It's our generation. I put on the the song Scatman. Right. Oh, my God. Scatman. Yeah, I I was actually, that was a guilty pleasure of mine. I I loved, loved Scatman. So, you know what? I put it on, and Yerasimo loved it. My son loved it. So then it was like, hey, Dad, can you put that song again? Can you put that song again? Can you put that? And you know what? He has no idea when that was written. He has no idea that that was 20 years ago. He thinks there's somebody out there now called Scatman that is singing that song. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at. Same thing with my kids. Honestly, um, what I try to do is I try to expose them to as much music as possible. So everything that I've ever heard in my entire life, I'm going to try to introduce it to my children yeah every decade of music keep them open every genre even stuff that i used to listen to that i hate now stuff that i don't like i will play it for them i will play everything i'm not gonna force them to listen to what i like to listen to right now yeah because you know my taste changes over time that was a mistake i did too man when i was young and i was learning um example if it wasn't metallica it sucked if it wasn't art maiden it wasn't good I think we all went through that little we phase. Went, but uh, I went through that too long, and then I started appreciating music really? w- way later. Yeah. I'm surprised because you you really are one person that I know that appreciates everything. Right. I appreciate everything. Yeah. I just uh, for, for like maybe two years, maybe a three-year period, I was stuck in that mode. Well, I think we all yeah? kind yeah. of needed to okay. go through that. Yeah. I was like that. I was a yeah, pretentious yeah. little bastard, too. I was, <laughs> I was constantly like, oh, this is the best and this is crap and it's yeah. not the right we, we way. We all to went think. through that. Yeah. Now it's like I can appreciate I can appreciate noise. If if it's well done, like you know you know what I'm saying? Uh, like a, a lot of people are, are experimenting with noises and stuff like that. Oh, that, yeah. that sound good. Oh yeah. Definitely. And I mean there's so many uh there's there's, there's genres that just experiment in like the depths of bass. Yeah. Just yeah. like pop deep and deep you could, you could appreciate what people are trying to do or what they're trying to express and that's another thing with, with music we, we spoke about it before you needed to know an instrument you needed to know how to sing you needed to know how to manage certain equipment to go out there right today if you want to express yourself <laughs> there's a way to do it yeah right 
whether you know how to sing, whether you know how to play an instrument, if you have to express something, you have a little bit of a, an artistic bone in you, you, you could find ways to push it out. Absolutely. So, so, you're, so you're not only competing with musicians, you're competing with anybody that wants to express something. So you're exposing your kids to all these different genres and all these styles and everything. Yeah. What do you? What do you? What's going on there? What are, What are they? What's the result? The result. They love it all. They. they My turn. I mean, we've had uh, we've had moments where my kids will be screaming, "I don't like this," you know, change it or put this on or whatever. But I'm I'm honestly, I just I try to expose them to every type of music, uh, even if it's something that I don't agree with personally, something that I don't really like, and it actually uh, adds a fun element to that somehow. Like I'll, I'll I'll put on a song that I liked in 1990 yeah. that I don't particularly like anymore and i think rhythm. it sounds like crap now right like the 90s dance music 91. right the dj club mix stuff back yeah, then yeah. that we used to love you know <laughs> i'll play that stuff for my kids today and i will never listen to that stuff on my own but when i listen to it with my kids and they get into it somehow the combination of the nostalgia and my kids enjoying it uh, makes it fun for me again you, find you know in that moment i find truth. it fun again you know <laughs> Or even songs that I'm bored of, songs that I've been singing for the last 23 years of my life that I don't really want to hear anymore because I'm not only not only have I been I've heard them a million times, but I'm singing them on a weekly basis. Yeah, you know I don't really want to listen to those songs in my car, but when my kids are enjoying them and they're moving to them and dancing to them, I enjoy them again. So it it's a it, when I'm on my own, when I'm by myself, I don't like those songs and I won't listen to them. But yeah. when my kids are there, there's something fun about revisiting those you know it's funny that you mentioned about the songs and how repetitive they get and you know you're yeah. just sick of how do you like how do you do that i mean at some point do you tell yourself god man i'm just tired of this shit man. yeah i've i've had my moments i i still have my moments where i'm kind of you know not enjoying uh, certain songs that i'm performing but what helps is uh basically uh either changing uh, the style of the song or doing an acoustic version of it when you you know it gets old or boring yeah. or changing the 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 order that the songs are played in but mostly what helps me enjoy them uh even though i don't particularly enjoy listening to those songs anymore is watching people enjoy them so when people are dancing and people are into it uh, it creates a certain vibe yeah. and i can go with it and i can turn that part of my brain off you know it's like because i can it's, actually it's have fun with it it's not entirely about the song that's why yeah the same thing with your kids you're enjoying their enjoying the of it plus you've been there so you're showing them hey this is how you enjoy this song this is how i used to enjoy it so right uh, uh, like for example like i was talking to my uh, my, my my partner my bouzouki player angelo right uh will be in the car and he has a lot of guilty pleasures as i do and he'll play these old songs for me, and I'm like, you know, I, I, I get into my my old pretentious self. I'll be like, ah, I can't listen to this crap anymore, you know. This <laughs> and, he, and he's like, what do you mean? You know, like, you used to like this, you know, and you sing this. And I'm like, I can't listen to this anymore, man. It's I'm tired of it. And then we'll go to work. Two hours later, and you're playing, people you're, are dancing, and, it, yeah. and I'm singing the song, and I'm like all into it. And he's like. You're a goddamn hypocrite! Like, well, you were just telling me you hated this song. I'm like, I'm loving it right now. Just leave me alone. You know, <laughs> I'm in the zone. I'm in the moment. You know, so it's, it, it's good for the crowds. So. Yeah, it's it's all about that moment uh, when you were. What did I miss? What did I miss? When you were gone, we were talking about. Uh, By the way, I peed everywhere except in the bowl. That's nice. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> you forgot how to sit. <laughs> so it's like so it's like my son. Like, you know what? You know what's embarrassing? Since we're on, or on the like, my son has seen. My son has seen me pee girly style 
And he's done it. And I'm like, no, no, no. You be standing up, all right? <laughs> do don't, don't, do, don't do what I do. <laughs> you should have just pissed in the shower, fuck. Just <laughs> next time, next time, next time. At that point, man, just, <laughs> just go crazy. <laughs> Sorry, what did I miss, man? Uh, basically, what I was saying is that, you know, uh, I, I try to expose my children to all kinds of, all the music I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Every decade of music, uh, every genre. And uh, even, like, those guilty pleasures that I, you know, I mock today that I used to like once upon a time. Uh, I won't necessarily listen to most of these songs on my own because I don't care to. But when I'm listening to them with my children and they're hearing them for the first time and they're enjoying them and they're, they're like, what is this song? You know, guys, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, this is kind of embarrassing, but uh, we, we, the song came up before Barbie Girl, you know? Like, my, my, my daughter, she was watching some Barbie videos on YouTube once and that song somehow found its way into the yeah. into the queue of the of the YouTube videos. And I, I was at first I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I should be introducing this weird song to my daughter. But then I was like getting all nostalgic. <laughs> it was harmonizing. Right. And I, and then I was like, Daddy used to listen to this song, you know? And and then we we're in the car. And even though I think the song is ridiculous, we're in the car and they're partying and they're singing along to it. And it was fun for me. I yeah, was enjoying yeah. it, you it's know? About, yeah. I won't listen to it on my own. But when my kids are enjoying something, I can find enjoyment in that. Yeah. And then we went yeah, uh, yeah. We, we went on to talk about how, you know, there are a lot of songs that I've been singing for the last two decades. And some of them I just don't enjoy listening to anymore. Yeah, you yeah, know, even course. even really good songs I don't want to listen to anymore. Like in Ethelia. Uh, yeah, that's sure. Rosa. Yeah, let's not. Uh, no, I love Rosa. Okay. I mean, I'm bored of it. Yeah. I, I'm bored of. I, I don't particularly enjoy doing that song very much anymore. You've probably performed but I that love, song three thousand times. Uh, yeah, maybe more. Yeah. I still not as many times as I've heard "Let It Go," but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, where I'm going with this is, uh, you know. I, we were talking with Angelo once. I was saying this earlier, and I was, uh, you know, mocking a song that he was listening to. He was all into it. Was, and I was like, I can't listen to this crap anymore, you know. I was getting all pretentious, and I was just being an ass. And then we went to work, and I performed that song that I was bashing, and people were into it. And then I started getting into it, and I started course, moving. And Angelo looked at me, and he was like, well, I thought you didn't like this song. Yeah. And I'm like, right now I like it, you know. Yeah. So... It's all about the moment, you know? I when agree. I'm making people dance and people are enjoying it and th that vibe is happening, I get to enjoy things that I don't necessarily always enjoy. You know? At, the, you at know that what? point, it's more than just about the song. I see the difference. My background is rock. Yeah. I sing Greek now. So I play Greek and I sing Greek at the same place, actually. And uh, I've figured out that 90% of the songs I don't like, but those same songs I love singing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel the same way. I might not like the song to listen to it, but I love performing it yeah. and watch people enjoy the yeah, song. Yeah, because you can have fun with it. You can have you fun can, with the song. You can yeah. perform it the way you want to That's perform right. it, express it the way you want to. And you don't need and to love it. people are moving, there's something about that. You know, whole, I'm making people move. I'm making them dance. Yeah. They're enjoying listening to me right now. You know? Well, performing is always about the crowd's response yeah. to your performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and having whole, connection, it's more, connection it's more than just and have a good song. time. It's more than just how the song is written. You know, it's about everything. If you're hating what you're singing, then what is the point? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you're you're not going to project fun energy to people if you're hating mm -hmm. what you're doing in that moment, yeah. you know? I mean, we've all had our moments on stage where we're tired and, you know, the baby kept us up all night and mm -hmm. you just don't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. But you find, you find your groove. You find yeah, yeah. that... You find yeah. a way to like the songs. I, because well, I had to learn a lot of songs very, very quick. Yeah. And a lot of the the first time I would hear the song, it would be like, mm, you know, 
but then it the grows pro- on you. The, exactly. Yeah. The process of learning the song is that you start liking it. Yeah. And then when you start performing it, it's like, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, you know, I, I go through my phases where I am, I'm like, I'm listening right now, like what I listen to. What do you listen to right now? Uh, I, I, I listen to a lot. Of, I listen to film scores. Yeah. I, I listen to a lot of like Hans Zimmer stuff. And, yeah. Oh, genius. Uh, yeah. I, I like genius. I like instrumental orchestral stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm into that too. I'm really into that stuff. Uh, as far as songs go, I, I listen to a lot of rock, alternative rock. I listen to Tool and Mastodon and uh, a very aggressive stuff. Uh, for the most part, yeah, yeah. but then like, then I'll listen to jazz and so you funk ex- you and expose your kids to everything. But my kids, I I mostly expose them to stuff that I used to listen to. You know, I'm not necessarily gonna play the stuff that I'm listening to right now for them. Mm. I don't think they're ready for it yet. You Me know? too. I'm, I'm trying to yeah. like develop their ear a bit and say, hey, like what I'll do is I'll put something on that I like, and then I'll I'll be like, hey, look what he's doing here. Yeah, listen to what the drums are doing here. What do you think? My Did daughter, you like the solo. My no. daughter's been dissecting songs uh, lately. Yeah. Like I'll put on a song and she'll listen to the intro. She'll be like, "Baba, that's a bass." Like she knows what a bass is now, yeah, right? Yeah. I've taught, obviously, I've yeah. taught her what every instrument is. You know? Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And, and then yeah. she'll be like, "Now the drums are gonna come in." And then she's like, "And then my son will be like, Baba, that's a guitar." And now my yeah, son knows yeah, the difference yeah, yeah. between an acoustic and an electric that's guitar, right. and I, I, yeah. and and they're like all excited about these these, yeah, yeah, yeah. these things. You know, it's like. My son, my son is obsessed with the guitar. You you pique their interest. Yeah, absolutely. And then they start re- they they, they start training their ear by themselves. Yeah, all three of them are yeah. very into music. Awesome. Uh, my little one's got some lungs on her as well. She sings. I her catch heart. my I catch my daughter singing. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's amazing. What what I find amazing, <laughs> <laughs> like by herself in like some little corner. No, no, she's like playing in her area, and then she just starts. No, she hums and she does things, and she's, the lyrics are wrong, but it doesn't matter. What impresses know? me the most about my eldest, um, my youngest does that. Hmm? Uh, it really blows my mind. She'll be singing, right? She's she's really passionate about it too. She'll be singing her favorite song, like "Let It Go" or whatever. <laughs> now it's all about Frozen Two. Yeah, uh, it's all the new songs, right? Which is. It's I good. can't tell you, man. I heard them in French, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's too bad. There's a relief. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the songs are translated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. Because it's part of the story, I guess. I don't know. I, don't know. See, I have no idea, man. You're lucky, though. Because, I mean, I wouldn't want to watch the movie in French, especially if, since I want to see them myself. But <laughs> you can't fool my kids. When it comes to that, my daughter specifically, she knows Elsa's voice. Yeah. So if she hears some random French it's girl, not Elsa. that's not Elsa. Yeah, so yeah. it's not the real Elsa. She's gonna know that, and it's gonna offend her. You know, um, it's like bringing her a toy from the dollar store. But where, <laughs> what I was <laughs> exactly, exactly, or it's disappointment. Kind of like the toys that we grew up with, guys. You remember when we were kids? You'd go out and buy like well, our parents would buy them for us, but a Ninja Turtle toy, right? I remember I was so excited. My parents would buy me like a Ninja Turtle toy, and I would look at it and I'd be like. This looks nothing like the freaking characters yeah, on they, TV. They got it at Rossi. The colors are wrong. <laughs> the facial expressions are wrong. Which is a dollar store. No, you know what? The original no. dollar store. Specifically, the Ninja Turtles and the G.I. Joes, they were the official toys, my friend. Oh, yeah. They were not the cheaper versions. And they've brought those classic collections back. And I find, I, I was always weirded out by that. Like, I'd still be excited to play with those toys. But they never looked the way they were supposed to look. It was an imitation. Even the colors of the the weapons, they were all brown. It was just all brown. Like, there was no detail. And now, I'm buying these toys for my kids. And the likeness of the characters is absolutely flawless. And I'm like, 
I wish I was a kid again. This is the this is what I wanted when I was a kid. Why didn't this exist? Yeah. They were perfect. Like the, the new ones, they're just absolutely perfect. They they every detail is exactly as it's supposed to be, and it's something I always wondered about when I was a kid. Like yeah. nothing was ever the way it was supposed to be, and I couldn't understand why. I feel like you're the kind of guy that still has all his toys. In, you know in, what? In I, mint condition. You know, unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, I wish. I wish I did. <laughs> But I went through a period in my life when I was a teenager uh, where I was kind of like, you know, I, I don't want anything to do with my childhood. I stopped watching cartoons and I stopped playing with toys and I was just like this wannabe cool teenager. Rebel. You know, yeah. so one day my mother was uh, cleaning out, you know, the closets and all the old stuff. And she came to me and she said, do you still want your Ninja Turtles? you still want your old wrestling toys? Do you want... I was oh, you like, got rid of them all. <coughs> Sorry. He burned them. And I was... I was too cool for school, man. I was like, You're like what, what am I going to do with that I stuff? Like give, girls. It, give it to the poor, you know? Yeah. And I regret it. <laughs> Sorry. What, giving it to the poor or getting rid of it? Uh, <laughs> getting rid of it. No, nope, that happened to me once, too. But you have a lot of your toys, man. I have some of the toys downstairs because my parents, like, they kept them and Yerasimo started playing with them and he destroyed everything. <laughs> I had them for years. Mint condition. Yeah. My son gets a hold of them. And they're done. Yeah, you I gave it to no legs, three years old. no arms, no heads. Maria's playing with like with with, with, with pieces. With pieces. My turn. Have you have you whipped out the Sega Genesis? No, but you know what I did? Oh, you should, man. I did go get the Master System game, Sega. <laughs> yeah. And Yerasmo and I played, and he loved it. Yeah. But it lasted a day. He got bored because it wasn't what, what it was. No, you know why? Because you lose, you lose. The new games, you don't lose. You, you continue. You continue. Yeah. We played Black Belt, and it's like, what is this? What do I have to start from the beginning? They couldn't understand the concept of starting from the beginning, not completing the, the whoa, stage. The stage. Yeah. And he didn't like that. Wait, wait. The, the games today, wait, the, 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 there's no lives and there's no... Well, they could always start again. Man, from, I'm so clueless. Yeah. Honestly. You start from like a, like a checkpoint, like a start area. Yeah. Well, think like about it. Like, all, your, all your experience, all your, your level leveling up is still there. So you, you take it with you. You, you don't really complete levels today. You play. You play You play games. You play different... Um, missions. Missions, yeah. But you don't... Hidden objectives. You know, like... the. Yeah, no, we talked about that last episode where they have that, you know, that open whatever it's I don't know called. if I could explain But there's no well. games where no, you lose. No, you know what it is? It's like... Like sports games it's or... It's not repetitive. You lose, but you have to try... You, like, I mean, you take off from where you were. It's yeah. not like... Uh, you don't have to redo the... Like, it's hard to explain, but basically, like, take a game like Black Belt, Right? If you if you lose and you you restart, you're gonna face exactly the same thing, exactly the same jumps. Ex- <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same uh, characters. Yeah, it's yeah. very repetitive. They're the same yeah. pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you lose in Fortnite, you start off where you left off, like George yeah. said. So it, it, it's it's different. He he didn't appreciate that aspect of losing and then starting all over again. He, he hated that. That was like, Dad, what's this? Yeah, it's too challenging because it, it's about. The way they're designed these games now, it's if they keeping them engaged and stimulated. But that, I think that's how. But, that's how the, but yeah. what we what we had fun with is after Yerasimo got bored, Angelo Thomas came over my house and we played all night. That's hilarious. <laughs> what did you play? What did I miss? What did you Sega. play? Sega, the old Sega, I asked him, I asked the him first if he's, Sega. If he's awesome. whipped out the old. I went and games. found it downstairs with his little adapter and like a couple of wires that my dad had put together. Basically, if I pull too hard, there goes the game. 
So we oh, had. Wait, that's another thing, man. <laughs> you managed to put it on the on the new TVs because those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we figure it out. We put it. In, we're it playing. was like a coax cable. Remember, you had yeah. to screw it into yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's cable, right. Cable there antenna input. So yeah, so the Sega's still alive. Wow. And and and, and, and not the I'm Genesis. Jealous. I'm jealous. The Sega. That's insane. The first one. I my biggest regret of my life is getting rid of my old stuff, man. Like. I'm actually I still have my original uh, Nintendo and my original Sega Genesis. I had it at my mom's place. And then my sister gave it to her kids. Mm-hmm. But, have, but getting rid of my toys, getting rid of my toys was a mistake. And it, what's sad is that all of those old toys, guys, are all being sold at Toys R Us again. Yeah, yeah. the original Ninja Turtles collection is all at Toys R Us. I'm standing in that aisle at Toys R Us, looking at all my old toys and thinking, what a moron yeah. I am. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was at my I, had I, was, a lot of toys. I was at my yeah. cousin's house not long ago, and uh, he whips out this Transformers thing, and I I go to my cousin I'm like oh you you, you brought your toys He's like no man this is new I'm like what do you mean it's new it, no no they're remaking them yeah. to look like the eighties get out remember yeah. GoBots no do you guys remember that no it was like the Transformers but like a different brand like a knockoff. Yeah, kind of. It was a cheaper version. I have a lot. I have a lot. I have a lot of GoBots, and I'm probably thinking my dad was too cheap to buy the the real version, so he, he compared the two, and it's like this is two dollars less. So you know, and it's the same. Back then, yeah, it's the same. Now, now we spoil our kids like crazy, right? And back then, it was like I get one action figure every. I don't know. There's how many so many months. toys in my house, in my in-laws, and my parents that I don't. It's not. It's not quantity anymore. I don't quantify. It's yeah. probably pounds. <laughs> Wow. Like, I know we have maybe 750 pounds of toys. <laughs> of, that's, pl- that, of plastic? I, that's I how many that. toys we have. It's crazy. And you know what? They don't appreciate anything because they have no. so many. Yeah, we, so that's a problem. There's no value. We used to get one toy, socks, underwear, and giant pants and sweaters. You know? Guys, <laughs> honestly, that, that, is a, that is an issue. Yeah. They have so many toys, they don't know what to do with them. Is your, is your house it, in order? It's, it's our fault. Uh, in order? Like, in order. Like... Do you see the floor in your house? Uh, it depends on what time of the day it is. My, my, my house. Guys, honest to God, if it weren't for these podcasts, this house would be a mess 24 Dude, 7. Everything. You know what? I'm not, there's no shame in it. My house is a disaster <laughs> most of the time. When the kids are playing, it is a nightmare. Yeah, that's um, it's, it, it, I walk into my house Paper food and I get anxiety everywhere. seeing all the toys on the floor. But we have, you know, uh, we, we've set some rules by the end of the night. If you want to sit down and watch a movie before you go to bed, mm. we're going to pick up, we're yeah. going to clean up, put everything away. My son's pretty good at that. Yeah. My, my eldest, my daughter doesn't really like picking up very often. My, my, my uh, daughter is like, she doesn't understand. It's as if she doesn't understand those words that are coming out of my mouth. Pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes and she opens like, there's toys I, everywhere. I get the yeah, but, you know, the yeah, but. Uh, no, me, Adriana, there's no yeah, but. It's Adriana, like just please ignoring. pick up your toys. Yeah, but. Uh, Gabriella threw that one on the floor. It doesn't matter. You can all work together. And yeah, but uh, Georgie, you, uh, Georgie wanted to play with this. It's there's always an excuse. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, mean, I have a problem with that. My, my eldest has no problem. He he he's quick. He's efficient. He'll bang 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 bang. My youngest, I don't want to do it. Yeah, they all have different characters. You do it. Like, <laughs> you do it. My little one. Alex is doing everything. Help him. No, I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh my! You know, That's my son has started saying the "I don't care" thing. It really infuriates me. Yeah. It depends on the mood he's in. He can be the sweetest little angel, and then he just like full contrarian. They can all be a lot of things. My, yeah, my, my son is funny now. 
He thinks he's a comedian. Oh, sarcastic too. Yeah, so you know what he pulled a few months ago? I just have to share the story because it was funny. I'm like, uh, you'd ask, because he plays soccer, right? So there's uh, one, one, two, six, so about six million balls in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, I go to, uh, at a point, I got, you can't walk. I'm walking and you could always like just fall. Yeah. You could trip over these these stupid balls. I've so taken wipeouts in the middle of the night, guys. So you go wake up and he's So look what he did. Surgery. Look what he did to me. This was funny. He goes to me. I go to him, uh, you gotta pick up these balls. And he looks at me and he goes, What? These balls. At that point I'm confused. It's like Man, that's a funny one. You know, like I feel. Uh, do I laugh? Do I oh do gosh. I reprimand him? Like, what do I do? So I just just start laughing. Goes, that's amazing. These balls. That actually reminds me of a story when I was when we were younger. Me and my. You, you remember? You remember Chief? Oh, that's terrible. I remember Chief. Right. Yep. Uh, when we were younger, he he was great soccer player, right? And his father was into it, and he'd you know get him all the equipment, and he had a bunch of pro soccer balls. Bessie's you know? Bessie's brother. That's right. right. Okay. So he had like a a, a, a like a, a net. Of, of soccer balls, right? Like a team. So we were chilling in his backyard one day, and his father came out. He was like all angry. Does the, is and Chief okay with you sharing the story? I don't know. He's who cares? Doesn't matter. I don't know who he is. He'll be he'll be, <laughs> he'll be fine with it. He'll be fine with it. So anyway, we're sitting. We're sitting. George, the, I wasn't part of this. <laughs> we're sitting in the backyard, and his father came out, and he was like, he had that look. You know, he was giving us that mean look. We're like, we're in trouble. We don't know why, but we're in trouble. You know, he's like. <laughs> Couldn't find the soccer balls. I think we were playing with them. And we, we, they were scattered around. We weren't being responsible at all. And anyway, I said, just balls. What, what balls? You know, he's like, he balls. Pune balls, Yorgo. And he turns around. He's, he was a, he was a bit of a jokester too. You know, he turns around. There's a bunch of guys there. We're all big parea. And he turns around. He's like, guys, my father's losing it. He thinks I have his balls. <laughs> that your story reminded me of that. <laughs> Did you guys have a lane? Growing up, uh, I didn't. I had a grass lane. You, you had a, I had other people's lanes. Because guys, our lane. I had Barclay School right in front. Yeah, that was nice. No, we were. We, uh, it was a big X. Our lane had, you know, syringes. Violence. <laughs> no, like, come on. Like the occasional yeah, gang fight. Yeah, yeah, broken glass. Like, look, yeah. you, you look at the lanes today, and I was like, wow, man, I wish I had that lane to play. In. Yeah, we, yeah, that's no, true. My lane was. But your lane good. was always clean. Uh, I remember. Yeah. That. We used to find. Really disturbing things. Yeah, yeah. Well, what? Syringes, condoms. condoms. Yeah. That's not disturbing. I, I remember so when, condom, I, I when you're a kid. Make love. When I you're a kid. I found a condom when I was a kid, and I, and I filled up a water balloon. <laughs> <laughs> it was massive, massive. My mom lost Bro, it. What you, did you, play you thought it was a balloon, and you yeah. blew it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Guys, you know what though? You know what? We used to break windows, slap yeah. shots, yeah. boom. Go jump in the guy's yard to get the ball. Yeah. Yep. Step on his tomatoes. That was a daily thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Hopping the fence to get hopping the ball. The, hopping the fence and stepping on the tomatoes Step and coming out. Tomatoes. Yeah. Coming home dirty. My mom would be like, you take off your clothes there. Yeah. I wouldn't go in Dirty, the house. bleeding, scraped yeah. knees. And, yeah. yeah. You would do anything not to go home. And I'm kind of happy Yerasimun gets a little bit of that. Like in, in the winter, not really, but in the summer. Is he the yeah. only kid? No, no, no. Oh, There's yeah, about good. 20 of them out that's there. That's good. That's good. And it's like, Everywhere. No, guys, kids still play outside. Yeah, yeah. They still play no, outside. No. In, in, in the summer, the lane is like, he, he, he'll he go out around maybe one and come back maybe eight. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, I'm happy because it's at the same spot. Like, I see him play and I see me play, you know? It's yeah. awesome. It's different. Different toys. Different ways of playing. Less racism. Less screaming. Less fighting. 
I find they're more civil. Less racism is a very good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's more civil, I find. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, they... Do they play hockey? Do, do they? St- does it still exist? Those the plastic blades where you would just buy the blade. Oh man! And replace, replace the and blade. You'd yeah. curve it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? No. No man. Today's <laughs> really they, they buy they buy their kids one hundred and eighty dollars sticks for for one game for one game and, and then it's, I don't want to play anymore. What? Yeah. Dude, we used to we used to cherish that. We one we stick used to make pads out of the couches, <laughs> right? We take the the cushion from the couch and yeah, the pad. we we used to improvise. We were yeah. we grew up a little ghetto though. Yeah, yeah. I used to make my own toys when my parents couldn't afford to buy a. And we'd bring yeah. the net, the soccer net, and go to the other lane and play <laughs> the other lane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you 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 would see a couch in the garbage. Uh, that thing was yeah. it was yours. But <laughs> that, there was something fun about that too, right? Did you guys ever take pennies? Crush them and go play in the arcades. Yep. No. Did I did it. Yeah, I did it. Did you ever take a quarter, make a hole in the quarter, put a string? Yeah, and I did that, that too. But, but it never worked for me. I couldn't. I, I never did it. Not not all of them would work. I know, I know people who made a career out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gambling machines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that doesn't Cash work anymore out. though. No. No. We, there was a laundromat. I would go to the laundromat. That was that was when I first got exposed to arcades. Oh, I loved going to the it arcades. Was, it was video real. And then there was very, very no, it was Galaxy on. Yeah, Cinemark. yeah, that's right. They used to have the. That was the first time I ever played Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, the first Mortal we Kombat. Would, we would go to Satellite Video on Jean Talon. Yeah, there you go, there you I go. remember that place. Yeah. It was good that one. Yeah, I had never gone to the other ones. I didn't. You were even the Depeneurs the, back then South used to have arcades. Yeah. but that was yeah. cool because we had the Dairy Queen. You could play fruits at a Depeneur back then. I remember my dad sending me to go buy a movie, and I would say, "What do you want, Dad?" He would say. Uh, Violent. I'm not gonna say it in Greek, but I'll translate. It was like action, no dialogue. <laughs> Just give me action. And a lot of bullets. Fere tu cigal, Sac Norris. Or Van Damme. Yeah. Stallone. My father was a Van Damme. Van, Van Damme. Van Damme. You know, he, he just wanted, <laughs> all he wanted was action. The less talking, the better. Yeah. Guns. And he, you know what he would call it? Pistolidia. Yeah. You know? Pistolidia. My father was the same way. <laughs> same way. My father, I remember. He introduced me to the good, the bad, and the ugly when I was like four, oh. uh, which is crazy because I watched that movie recently and I'm like, this is not a movie that any <laughs> child should be watching. Yeah. But classic, yeah, too. classic yeah. movie. It's still great, by the Amazing. way. I love that. That's one of the best ones. Caboyka. <laughs> yeah, but Van Damme, that was like <laughs> his. He loved Van Damme movies, man. He'd send splits. me out to the it to the, the video splits. store. It was, it was the splits. <laughs> 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 guys you try watching try watching those movies today yeah, <laughs> they're unwatchable yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell the story with your with your father you and fast the, forward the, to the fights the, the movie that he suggested your wife to watch oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so funny so we don't get to watch a lot of movies we don't watch a lot of movies so my wife she I, told I, me this story. I asked my dad she's like um, you know we don't know we're probably gonna watch a movie so my dad is like I have a movie for you this is to my wife now like, think about my wife is thinking romantic comedy, something like that. Yeah, right. You know, maybe a comedy. He was very serious. You know. So he was like, Te has visto que no dio tus talón. <laughs> to expandables. <laughs> to expandables. <laughs> expandables. <laughs> for, my, for my wife. <laughs> no, but that, think about <laughs> it, man. Those movies, it's like a dream come true for these guys, man. Because it has yeah, all the yeah, 80s guys. Yeah, yeah, condensed, condensed, condensed. There, there's, so, there, there's so many... Good for my dad. Those were the good actors. It wasn't the Pacinos. <laughs> it wasn't the Pacinos and the Neros. It was the Van Damme switch. It, it was the guys with the muscles. Yeah, uh, that, that's a reality. That's what it was. Oh, no, and my, you know what? Yeah. I enjoyed those movies too, because it was part of growing up. And I, I remember loved Angelo, movies. Angelo Thomas again. I'm bringing him up. He would record these movies and learn them by heart. <laughs> so we'd be playing out in the lane and we'd just like, you know, verbatim, <laughs> it would verbatim, the like the whole movie. Yeah. 
Fun times. Oh, man. Uh, I think we should uh, wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, Alex, thanks for coming, man. I really, really appreciate it. Guys, and, this uh, was a blast. I uh, love this. You, you, you should come back. Uh, I would love to. We'll come back and we'll do one just on movies. <laughs> that would just be, on movies. That would be phenomenal. But uh, I don't know if that's uh, the appropriate subject for the for this podcast, dude. You know what the good thing is that we, we just can... give it a different title for that, for that one episode. <laughs> no, we can do whatever we want, man. That's <laughs> there's, awesome. There's, there's, there's no rules. Who's gonna tell you, dude? Don't talk about that. This is the great thing about this uh, this platform. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna yeah movies like that are unappropriate for for children. How's that? How about <laughs> movies that are unappropriate for children that I watched before I was six? sorry i'm just gonna a little off topic here but i'm gonna go back to one thing that you said before about the mess and the the balls on the floor and you know you're afraid to fall all the time something i wanted to say my son uh his current obsession as far as movies goes is home alone (laughs) the original home alone he's touching his balls all the time no uh (laughs) Uh, we're there we're there we're there he's always touching his balls Yes, but <laughs> that's not where I was going. Okay, right. uh, so he's obsessed with Home Alone, right? I introduced my kids to Home Alone because there was a childhood yeah, movie. Mine, yeah. it's, a, it's a holiday movie. It's, sure. a, it's yeah, a great yeah. Christmas my movie. So it. when Christmas comes around, we watch Home Alone. The problem is my my son can't let go of Home Alone. Now he knows the movie so well. Just a couple of weeks ago, what did he do to me? He knew I was going to come home and walk through the door, and he put no all way. of his Hot Wheels... In front of the door so that I can fall, right? I didn't fall. I saw them. I said, why are the cars here? He's like, I wanted you to fall like Harry and Marv. (laughs) You want to kill daddy? Yeah. That's so funny. I leave you with that. (laughs) Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. uh, To anyone watching or listening, uh, remember, subscribe, share, comment. Uh, We're on every audio platform, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, wherever the hell you, you listen to your podcast or watch them. Uh, give us a thumbs up, whatever. Let us know what you think. Alex, thanks so much, man. We Thank appreciate you. it, man. Thank you yeah. for having me, guys. This was a blast. Awesome. We'll do it again. For sure, yeah. we're going to do it again. Amazing. There's so many things we can do. We can even jam, fuck. Yeah. We can, we yeah. Whatever we want. How long have we been doing this? this right now? third episode. Oh, th- this episode or yeah, just no, this episode. How long was it? Two it was, hours. Uh, uh, yeah, almost two hours. But it felt like 20 minutes to yeah, me. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you. Peace. Peace.